Welcome to The Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 9 and 10 of The Shadow Rising, Decisions, and The Stone Stands. Enjoy! Welcome to season four, episode six. Yeah, moving right along, uh, almost to that big old 75 number, um, arbitrary there. And before we get any further into the episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our new patrons. Uh, we have Chris, um, not this Chris, but another Chris. Nope, not um, too broke. Yeah, <laughs> that has joined us as a Patreon. And also uh, Cheeky Cat. Um, so Cheeky Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. Cat. Yeah. So thank you so much for your patronage Chicka and day, thank Chicka you day. for uh, supporting us. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. Um, also, we did hit that great 70,000 downloads. So we'll be doing a giveaway as I promised. Um, yay. It's going to be a wheel or uh, actually not a wheel reads. Well, it's a wheel reads, but a floaties. Grab your floaties coffee mug. So that will be on Twitter. I'll be posting that at some point, probably closer to when this episode releases is when I'm going to actually post that. So if you're listening live, I'm sorry. It's going to be a while before that Twitter that actually happens. But yeah, we'll get but there. We, we, have, we have a bonus, though, because uh, I want to add, in honor of our very special guest tonight, who we've had on before, and her and I have been on other shows together, and it's always been absolute chaos, uh, I want to do a giveaway as well. And let's do it, Alan, with our live folks uh, that are listening right now, and we'll do the floaties frosty mug Ooh. all right and i'll let i'll let you take that away yeah so we'll pick number seven number seven which is skeeterish Skeeter! <laughs> i am so surprised i'm so what? surprised who could have predicted this did not see seven. it coming oh, can seven. win twice in one night <laughs> <laughs> He's going to complain, like, give us, uh, you know, bad Yelp wait, review. Be like, I wait, won twice, that, but they only sent me one. One mug. <laughs> no, you know what? Send him the red rod also. Send him the red rod. There you go. Uh, I'll yeah. send your mom the red rod. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not Although, even do, a euphemism. <laughs> do send a uh, Floaties Frosty mug to, to my mom's house. Yeah. Okay. She, she wants one, so send okay. that, please. No red she rod. That's no for Skeeter. Rod. That's for Skeeter. Yes. Because <laughs> he Skeeter's, won double. Skeeter's Red Rod. <laughs> Skeeter's Red Rod. Ooh. <laughs> Great Anyways. band name, by the way. Yeah. And then as far as update on the YouTube, I have uh, two videos that I've recorded so far um, uh, that have not been released. I'm editing them right now, and this will be also a video that will be released. So more content coming. Um, they're kind of... Alan. Are you sure you recorded them, or did you just make faces and talk to your computer without actually hitting record? You know, the fun, the, you're kind the of bad fun, about that. Yeah, the, the the funny thing is, like, actually, you know how like our mics have like on switches on them. Um, oh no! The didn't. first time I went to go record one of these videos, Stop. I did the entire video, like all the takes. It was like. I mean, it was only be like a 15 minute video, but it ended up being like 45 minutes of me recording. I went back to listen to it to like see how it was. And it was like just me flapping my mouth and no <laughs> audio. And I'm like, it helps to turn the mic on. 
All right. Now, I hope you save that footage because I want it, and then I'm going to overlay and do your voice. Yeah, that's a Patreon perk is to be able to voice over Alan. I'll I'll have to go. Oh, that that would be cool, actually. I would love to see what they make you say. I'll do it. Let's do it. Uh, Yeah, maybe we'll actually do that. That'll be fun. Um, So, anyways, yeah, you can say whatever you want because you have no idea what the topic is. Just start. Yeah. Just Just go. Yeah, just go. So, um, the last thing I want to announce is we have a guest tonight. We have the notorious DOG, Delusions of Grindel, in the house. Um, back again. Notorious. So, yeah. So, um, last time uh, Delusions was on with us uh, was episode 16, I believe. Sweet and now 16. we're on episode 72. So, it's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> No, keep going, please. <laughs> keep going. Keep, keep, keep going. Uh, so, um, Did and you since... get consent from your mic? Because you kind of took advantage of it there. <laughs> that will and, not be the first time this evening. Uh, and and, and <laughs> since, since then, Delusions has launched her own podcast, Feather and Mountain uh, Podcast. So, Delusions, go ahead and introduce yourself for those who don't know you, which I don't really know who those people are, but they might be out there um, and say, you know, what your podcast is about and all that great stuff. You got it, Alan. So you all know me, D-O-G. Uh, as Alan said, I run a podcast now called Feather and Mountain. We, um, Our sixth episode is going to be dropping actually before this one comes out. So it's dropping uh, Monday, May 24th. Um, and we're kind of recording on a bi-weekly basis right now just because our podcast is show focused and my co-host Virgil is a never reader uh, who is not reading the books beforehand he is um, only going off the information I'm giving him and we are trying to bring the perspective of the show uh, to our audience via uh, virgin eyes and um you know, crusty, decrepit, biased gaze. That is myself. Um, I, we, we love virgins. Um, love, we love virgins yeah. a lot. Love yeah. the virgins. Yeah. They're um, hard to find. They're, they're, they're really tough. You know yeah. And like, we're in our 30s now. Like, they're a rarity. <laughs> they're um, super rare. Uh, <laughs> fun, funny funny story. So, story time. We're, we're not we, even half. We we're not telling even. Telling our. Virginization uh, stories? No, no, this is yeah, a great I'm story. curious. Don't stop them. I want to know where this is going. <laughs> so, in order to rename a sailboat, uh, there is a whole entire um ceremony that goes on. So, you can't just say, Okay, I want to rename a sailboat, like because that's it's considered that extreme, ridiculous, it's extreme, extremely bad luck to rename it. You have to yeah, keep whatever the original name is, but there is actually a protocol to rename a sailboat there's um um you there's a lot of um uh, lore and, and speeches you have to give and to, to sailors of old and everybody drinks uh, to the winds of the north to the winds of the south and anyway the last part of the ceremony is that the hardest part, a, the hardest part is that a virgin maiden of age so it has to be a lady of over 18 has to go piss in your bilge to bless the boat of its new name is Trying- that a euphemism I no, don't no. know. It's it's an ancient tradition, and it's, um yeah. and and it's I I and it was a very odd thing. I had a friend of mine who renamed his boat years ago, and there is a, a a Facebook post that shows my memories all the time of me asking the Facebook community like, "Hey, um, I know this is weird. I need a virgin tonight. Uh, don't ask questions. <laughs> just tell me if you know one. 
meet it's me important. at this dock at this time. <laughs> I'm just going to say, in the era of 2021, <laughs> please do not be posting this on social media. <laughs> you are meet married me. with two children. Yeah. Meet me at a dock at 11 o'clock at night. Uh, I promise nothing of harm or anything to ill will will come to them. I just need their pee. I'll and don't ask I, more I, questions. I can pick you up in my van if you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got candy. It's not a good look. <laughs> It's not. It's not. But uh, so I did make that post years ago, and it shows my memories. I'm like, oh yeah, it's tough to find a virgin maiden. Uh, we did find one. We actually found one. Um, and which and she happened to just be a gold star le- lesbian. Um, and just um, that's and, how you get them. And that's how you it get them. And it works. Um, it works. It counts. Gold star. What can go wrong? Like the vaginal rejuvenation for sailboats was a discussion I did not think we were having this evening. But I'm happy we're oh, here. Yeah. 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 It's part of ancient yeah, lore. Um, Come on, you yeah. gotta read I up mean, on that. You're you gotta, you gotta, so you gotta do. You'll be Chris. Sailor's been talking so. about this for hundreds and hundreds of years. So. Yeah, it's um, uh, apparently, yeah, that's what you got to do. Um, so yeah, so um, thanks, Delusions, for be- being on. Um, I'm sorry, well, interrupt you. Anything me. more you wanted to add? <laughs> Um, no, I guess you said virgin, uh, and I was like, Ooh, yeah, virgins. I know. And then you went. Um, I guess the only other <laughs> fun thing before this episode drops is on June seventh. Um, virgin or Virgil doesn't know about this yet, but on June seventh, we're having a special screening of um, Winter Dragon, that terrible, mm. terrible, terrible pilot. And mm-hmm. uh, we're doing this with the Leafcast Boys and um, Rob from Malkier Talks. Are and we we're going to, to be pitching. Things? We're going to be pitching Winter Dragon as the first twenty minutes of um, Amazon Prime's The Wheel of Time pilot, and oh, so yes. we're going to be reacting to it like it's the greatest thing we've ever seen. Like the quality is just out of control, and uh, try to get Verge's fresh reaction and see what goes from there. So that'll be live on the old YouTube's on. June seventh yeah, will be awesome. I really hope midway through he just leans forward to the mic. He goes, "I'm I'm sorry, delusions. I just can't do this anymore." And just walk out of the room. Just fucking leave. Eliana, <laughs> mic drop. Uh, yeah, that would be fun. That's gonna be a lot of fun. Should be a That's good time. Be a lot of fun. Yeah. So. um yeah, what, what do we move to next normally? Uh, personal life. Yeah, so personal what's life. going on in personal life? I'll start. Um, yeah, I've been drinking since earlier today. I, I'm re- expanding my patio. So I spent all day long out in the heat, uh, laying down sand, laying down bricks, our, our pavers, and, uh, and, and doing a nice little herringbone design. So it's kind of, it's purdy. Um, so that's what I did all day long. Then I went to my friend's house who had a going away party cause he's moving to Boston and, um, drink a lot of wine. And tomorrow, um, I think, so last week I was going to go fishing with my son. Um, by the time he woke up from his nap, it was too late. Uh, it was too much time for dinner. So, um, tomorrow morning we're going to go out fishing. So it's my first time fishing with my son. He's three. Does he have so little rod? he doesn't, but I mean, at this age, I'm just going to cast for him and yes. then probably reel for him as well. And let him pull on the line, you know, pull on the, on the pole as I'm reeling in. Brilliant. Alan's going fishing with two poles. And <laughs> I usually put up multiple poles anyway. Um, I mean, I mean, it's all you'll catch this time of year. At Crooker have just started running. It is striper Pretty season. Small. But you can't, I mean, off piers, it's really hard to catch rockfish or striper. Um, so 
croaker are not good eating fish anyway. Um, they actually taste really good. It's I just beg they, to differ. They're very so bony. Croaker, you got to work uh, at it. They, yeah, they're there's bo- lots of bones in them. So they actually do taste well, but they, but for kids, like it's not like a, a meal I would cook for my kids because there's too many no. small little bones all inside the meat. True. So um, we'll probably just do catch and release. But it's that. a lot of fun to have like a bucket or cooler full of them and they all start croaking at the same time. Yeah. Well, yeah, when nice. the croak gets good. <laughs> <laughs> My son's going to love that. Uh, so. Ian, get off the cooler. I don't uh, want, want to. to. <laughs> it feels so good. I love fishing. <laughs> Uh, I won't get Just into kidding. some of our normal traditions when you first time catch a fish. Um, I won't make my son do that. So, um, um, yeah, yeah. We, we usually have to kill the fish because we use a crab bait. We use, we use a lot of the croaker as crab baits. We have crab uh, pots uh, on our pier Ooh. as well. Um, so, um, normally we'll cut the fish up and then put it in the crab pot for crab bait and then catch crabs. And then we will eat the crabs hundred percent all the time. Cause crabs mm-hmm. is delicious. Crabs delicious. Um, Very nice. Um, but we had a friend in high school. Um, I'll let Ian probably tell this story. So we told him. <laughs> well, so we were explaining to him what we were going to do. And this, this guy, very, one of the nicest friends we had. I don't think he's ever shown aggression ever. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even think mm-hmm. I ever saw him get mad at somebody. Like I've heard him say that kind of makes me upset, but like that was the extent <laughs> Of him being <laughs> angry. Uh, and so he caught the first fish, and we told him what we were going to do, you know, to put in the pots or whatever. So we handed him the knife, and he's like, I can't do it. I can't. I can't. I'm like, well, I mean, that's, you know, if you're going to be fishing, you got to do your job also. And, he, like, he starts to break down. I was like, nope, no, that's fine. Let me do it. And I go to take the knife from him, and he goes, no, I think I can do it. I want to do this. Just give me, give me some space. And he goes, and he slowly lifts the knife up. And then he turns into some like axe wielding serial killer, just <laughs> free, free, free. There's fish flying everywhere. There's and he's just like he's, he's crying, hacking. like angry he's, scream crying he's as he like, does. He's hacking like, at the fish, like calm down, calm down. Like, yeah, <laughs> like cursing it out and everything. I'm like, how do you even know this fish to have such a personal like? You know, he has some Dexter fantasies to work through. <laughs> yeah, he, and then when he was done, and we're all like standing there shocked. He's like, he calms his breathing down. He's like, <sighs> and he looks at how and he's like, thank you. I, I didn't know I needed that. And we're like, okay, hit me the knife, buddy. <laughs> you're Back slowly away. You're done. <laughs> Forever. Yeah, the knife down. <laughs> the knife down. Never Still again. a great guy, but that was, yeah, that was uh, a very odd moment. It was. Yeah. If it ever turns out that he is a serial killer, I, w- I would be like, nope, yep. Yep. I get it. There was a sign. Yeah, there was a sign that I didn't pick up on yeah. at the time, but makes sense. <laughs> so, how was everybody else? What's going on personal life with you guys? Yeah. Uh, today I got stupid, and uh, I did a ten-mile ruck march, with like a thirty-pound rucksack, and kind of a hilly trail. So it's like power walking most of it, but uh, going up the hills, I ran. I was just going to go, and it's a five-mile trail. I was just going to go once around, but after the first time, I was feeling really good. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to do another lap. And I got three miles into that, so two left at that point. 
and my legs like all over and every single spot started cramping Jelly. and like shaking and <laughs> uh, like trying to go like the uphill was okay, but trying to go downhill at that point when you've lost control of your muscles, like I, it was dangerous. <laughs> I thought I was going to lose a knee or something, but um, made it home, chugged two IPAs, ordered four rolls of sushi and some shrimp tempura. And I think I'm mostly, you know, back alive again. Uh, I could go to sleep right now. I'm exhausted, but I'm enjoying the company. So I guess we'll, I guess we'll do this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, if you have to, but like, yeah. feel free to take a nap on screen. If you I need. might, it could happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Chris, per usual, life is busy. Busy. Um, got the, Yet again, official, official word. Like, so last time I, I talked to you guys, I was going to be teaching exceptionally, exceptional children, so special education children. And then the same principal emails me back. She's like, hey, job is available. Make sure you apply. I go on there. I was like, it's not here. It's not here. It's not here. Then three days later, she's like, oh, guess what? Sixth grade math positions open up. So you'll be teaching sixth grade math. I'm like. Yes, I'm stealing everything from Newport News and bringing it with me. <laughs> so, do, do you know, they just want that? making plans at <laughs> the moment. Like next week, I'll be super busy getting things moved down. Next weekend, moved down to Charlotte. So, and would that be a start date of like September? Uh, August. Oh, August. Yeah, they start earlier than we do. Well, I don't know what you guys start, but we normally start after Labor Day. Mm-hmm. That's in Virginia. It's called the Bush Gardens Law mm-hmm. um, because uh, so yeah. Bush, Bush Gardens and Kings Dominion are the two theme parks in Virginia, and they lobbied the state to start public schools after Labor Day because <laughs> they want uh, workers uh, yes. through Labor Day. It is true. Which is the first weekend of September. Um, Genius. and they want the high school workers. Um, and, uh, they're open. I mean, the parks are still open through October, but they go on a skeleton staff after that. Cause a lot of the workers are high school students or high school age. After um, Labor Day, it's like all retirees that are working. Yeah, it's all there. retirees yeah. or, or foreign exchange. Kind of fun. Fun. They're all super sweet, but they will talk our to you. Foreigners, our foreigners yep. that yeah. come over. Um, and that's been a tough thing for the theme park industry because of COVID. Um, they have a lot of uh, normal foreign workers that come over to work during these off-season t- times. Uh, can't get over to America because of COVID. Um, they actually so they pay a reasonable salary now. Yeah, they can't pay them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um yeah, so um um that that so that yes, Chris, that is actually just a Virginia thing. Um the Labor Day. And it might be other yeah. states too that have theme parks. I don't know if it is, but that's that's literally why Virginia has Labor Day. Well, it's because of theme parks. North Carolina has theme parks, but they still don't care. So they, they probably don't have a good lobby group. But they end in like two <laughs> weeks. I should start a lobby group when I get there. Yeah. Anyway, so like I got Chanel into an apartment, got my uh, Alan Hinton into an apartment, like was did that two weeks ago and now getting all that solidified and this weekend i'll be moving all of my stuff to charlotte so that's why i was like hey i can't record this week coming weekend next weekend because like shit's gonna be crazy and like my life is spinning because i found out that the class that i thought was gonna start in july is actually starting in june i'm in two grad classes right now and then i have a teacher prep program starting in june that'll go from june to july so like quite literally 
I will be taking two grad classes and then taking 24 CEUs. And it just so happens that because it's in June, it'll be during the day while I'm teaching. So I will be doing like I did last year, except for last year, I was just behind a computer screen doing work orders. This year, I'll have kids in front of my face and I'll be teaching and taking classes. (laughs) So pray for me. (laughs) Uh, And then, of course, the part time gigs like I got a cry uh, outcry from um, the USA track and field official staff saying, Hey, we don't have enough officials. I'm like, well, I'm not a USA track and field official anymore. And they're like, we're paying for your stuff. Here's the test. Take it. So while I was at work, I took a three hour test and took a two hour class. And yeah. So at least I know I can multitask even with kids. In my <laughs> your face, tax but... dollars at work. Ladies <laughs> <and gentlemen>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. I appreciate you. Well, I'm paying myself. Should I pay taxes too? Anyway, just getting a little bit of retribution here. But that's that's life right now. Super busy. I'm I'm super tired right now. I've been building a fence, building a wall. Like it looks really good. I'm proud of my work. It's uh 42 feet long and 37 feet wide, and I had to like raise Whoa. the ground, level it all out, <laughs> tamp the ground every three inches. And then I've been putting up a fence. Hold on, where is did you get a t- did you get a hand tamper? Yep. Yeah, I got one. No, too. no, no we did not. Hand, no, no, I got a machine tamper for okay. the ground, uh, and then we got. Did you a rent hand it or tamper. do you own one? Oh, I rented it. Okay, <laughs> if you if you owned months. one, I was gonna say, can I use it? Because I, I, <laughs> I have a hand tamper, and for the patio, I've been. Yeah, I, I I've rented one before, but I've been hand tamping this mm. thing, and it's just. There's the piece for the project. Ooh, dang. All of that ground from the side of the house to the fence was a lot lower. That wall that you see, that stone, yeah. that wall is between four and six feet high. Oh, wow. That's how high I brought the ground up. Crazy. Crazy. That's like seven dump trucks dirt. Yeah. Chris, if you need any uh, help you know, from somebody with experience, I've been building walls, um, sky high ever since my divorce. I just, I don't let people in like on it, Chris, you, you and delusions are like the only two new people I've let into my world in the past three years. Also, if you need help, I can open your eyes. (laughs) They're great walls. They're the, they're the best walls. They're great walls. Nobody gets through them. Ask anybody. These walls are fantastic. Uh, Also, I'm great at supervising. I can sit there with a beer and watch you like nobody else (laughs) and be like, Hey, Hey, put that brick over there. Yep. Yep. You got it. You finish and Alan just (laughs) drunkenly like stumbles into the fence and breaks it. (laughs) All in all, it's just another brick in the wall. I only had two glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, the bottle's made of glass, all right? (laughs) Hey, delusions. Is there any personal stuff you want to share or just let's go? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I've got... um... I've got a uterine infestation at the moment, so that's been dragging me down. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> fatigue-wise. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's exciting and fun. So Alan's got one of those too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's good. It's a little bit of a change of pace. Uh, yeah. I'm no longer staying up till two a.m. Yeah, um, and not yeah one forty-five is the latest. And not drinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And not drinking alcohol. So oh, yeah, that's, that's kind of shit. But there's um, so many new uh, non-alcoholic beers out there. So I'm just going to like spend my summer sampling mm-hmm. 
from our local yeah. breweries and see what shit is out there that's like somewhat comparable yeah. to an eight percent IPA. So you far, also, nothing. Yeah, you can also take the European approach and just keep drinking, drink anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's like when I when I talked to my doctor and I was like, oh, so you know, I took the test and let me tell you, like the weekend before I took it, I was hammered. And she was like, oh, that's fine. And I was like, okay. And she's like, just like, no more. And I was like, no, I, I get that. But I heard I could have like five ounces a week of her, wine. Like, what and are she's my like, limits? Yeah. And she's like, zero is best. Huh. And I said, okay, but like, I could have five ounces. <laughs> right. And she looked at me so like dead in the eye and she goes, zero is best. Uh, uh, uh. Okay, fine. As, as long as you're able to manage your, your stress along the way. And that's part of where the certain tolerances come in. Uh, and, I, you know, I'm not a fan of uh, uh, drinking, smoking, any of those things during pregnancy. But who am I to say? As long as that person is, you know, able My to not be too stressed out higher. because the stress just can be so that. much worse. You yeah, know? I mean, so luckily, I just feel like too sick <laughs> to drink, oh, so oh. that's kind of been a blessing. But yeah, my I've, sister uh, had to smoke so that she could eat during her second pregnancy. So yeah, I'm, and the know. kid's a genius. Yeah, yeah. Mm. There you go. Yeah, I, I actually my, I I knew someone whose doctor told them to continue to smoke one or two cigarettes a day because like right off the bat she's like I'm gonna quit smoking and she got like horribly constipated and mm. they tried different medications to get it moving and he was like well what changed she's like well, I stopped smoking the day I found out I was pregnant and he was like all right have one or two in the morning when you get up and see if that helps and she did she smoked her cigarette in the morning took a giant dump and she was good to go. <laughs> you don't want to be yeah. full of shit when you're carrying yeah. a baby, so it's <laughs> yeah, my, my I had wife. No idea. Yeah, my yeah. wife during the first one, um, our first child did not drink at all, and then the second one, she definitely would sneak wine in every now and then because at that once you get past one, it's like yeah, we what's <laughs> the worst thing? We, we have a chance. <laughs> Okay, and okay, we're, just, we're so adding more at this point. So. We got one good chance. During one of my kids, um, their mom <laughs> ate like a cheesecake a day, and I'm not gonna lie, I ate with her. We both got mm. cheesecaked up. But that how is, is delicious? How is a cheesecake a day better than a glass of wine? Yeah. I don't know science. In fact, I don't like doing science, so I'm sure there's a real explanation, but that one just doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I mean, have you had the OMG cheesecake at Circa here in Newport News? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I mean, you guys real. are talking about Circa again? Oh, oh you're, dude, the yeah, place. We'll uh, take you there. Dark, to, dark like, and social. I need to go down um, and meet Kip and like, have the oh, yeah. cheesecake you you're talking about. I love Kip. I'll have one of all of the cocktails. Yeah. Kip's one of those bartenders. Like, if you, ever, if you ever meet Kip, Kip is one of those bartenders that, like, delusions, you could literally come to Newport News tomorrow meet him, have a glass of wine with him, have a five minute conversation and leave. Come back 10 years later and goes, so last time you were here, you were talking about your dog. How is the dog doing? <laughs> like, right. and it's like, and knows the name and everything. Like I was like, do you do this? Everyone's like, yeah, I, I remember everyone's name and all their stories. I'm like, you are the most amazing bartender in the world. <laughs> right. See, like right now with my stress levels, like so high. Cause like work sucks. Like pandemic work is the worst everyone is just an <laughs> asshole and like i'm feeling the burnout hard kip's life sounds so desirable mm. all you do is like mix great drinks you talk to people and like the biggest stress of your life is remembering what's going on with their dog i love that journey and i want yeah. it yeah he's doing something right he is 
Let's jump into this episode, right? Oh, I guess we got predictions yeah, too. It's only nine what episode? What are we doing? Uh, yeah, so book? our predictions we had were that there's going to get action this episode and that Rand is going to have to choose between men and Elaine and you guys are on team men. Those were really the only two uh, predictions I wrote down. There probably were more. I just, that's all I wrote down. Did we actually say that there's going to be action this episode? Uh, you oh, left. Man. Chris said that. Okay. Because when, when we were going through the <laughs> yeah, chapter titles, I said right. the stone stands. You're that. like, the stone stands? That means oh, there's going to yeah. be action. And Ian, you were gone. You I already did left. Say that. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. That's right. Had to go. So. I'll tell you what, when I, when I read these chapters, I immediately messaged Alan. I was like, Alan, use a little bitch. And he's yeah, like, ha why? And I was like, well, if y'all remember a couple episodes ago, Alan was talking about how, well, this book is good, but you know how Jordan is. And he starts really slow and it's going to take a while to get to the action. And there's a lot of world building again. And then pow, right in the kisser. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> so yeah, I had to call Alan out on that. Yeah, you did. But I was pleasantly yeah. surprised. It was, yeah. this was fun. This was fun. So we're going to start with uh, chapter nine, which is, Decisions and the uh, chapter symbol is the moon with the stars, which is and I swear <laughs> by the, the moon and the stars in the sky. I'll be there, I swear <laughs> for better or worse. Chris, where you at? Chris is on a pee break yeah. till death yeah. do yeah. us part. I'm gonna keep singing till he comes back. <laughs> I love you with every beat of my heart. I and swear. I swear. And Chris is back. All right, perfect time. From the. You guys didn't have to wait for me. Oh, we were singing. I swear. All for one, I man. Swear. <laughs> nope, the song's over, Chris. It's over. We did it all. We did all. We did the whole song. We no, no like, time for a remix. We three minutes on this, Chris. Move on. Yeah. Time for the. <laughs> So, like, oh, he's pouting. I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> so Next song is yours, okay, buddy? We start. Yeah. We start with a good friend, Matt. Good Matt. What chapters are we on? Chapter nine. Oh, okay. chapter nine. Are we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, that far yeah. into the book already? Yeah, nine and ten. Yeah. So start with. Take a peek. You guys Take a peek the at the first couple of pages and make sure you you read it. Oh, I did. Really <laughs> yeah, so Matt uh, is kind of frustrated because he's in the stone. He still wants to play dice, but no one wants to play with him now because of what happened he's last time he's playing cards. Yeah, it's like everyone's like, he's, he's not, not getting here. ignored. Okay. They're they're seeing him. They're noticing Moraine's him. Moraine's seeing him from the, the corner. They're <laughs> like, that uh, creepy Moraine. That's the he's like, I gotta control somebody. To go <laughs> Nobody else is listening <laughs> to me. Let me go control Matt. <laughs> Serving girls dismissing his it's, advances it's, it's now. He's not that is the nice. worst. That's the it's worst. Been a hard three days. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just be friends? So Matt Can we just be friends? discovered <laughs> that he had been right about the young lords who saw the playing card trying to kill him. Not only did they avoid him, they spread the word amongst their friends, often garbled. No one in the stone who had two pieces of silver in hand would say more than hasty excuses while backing away. Yeah. Poor Matt. Those garble gooses. So like yeah. Matt's gonna you gotta like work one. with what you got. He needs Matt should come across one of these dudes like walking down the road or something like that and just be real loud and be like, you know what? I heard a rumor about this dude too, and then whip out his bow staff and crack him across the skull. And then be like, <laughs> Anybody else got jokes? And just move on. Like yeah. you can't let this 
these whispers and stories you know, being told. The you know what? I really yeah. love his coping job. mechanism, which is just to go and like gamble in seedy taverns and like yeah. pull knives on people when he's <laughs> feeling antsy. I would yeah. say, no, I can't judge him. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna tell yeah. him myself, but I'm just saying I can't judge the guy. It's, yeah, none of the girls want him. None of the guys want to gamble with him. Tom like is disappeared, like completely ghosted <laughs> him. Um, Perrin is like all involved with his own thing. Rand's being the drag, the dragon or whatever. Um, uh, but hmm. Ma- Moraine's always there, but he doesn't want to talk to Moraine. She's like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey. And, and then he's kind you. of battling with what you know. Why do I keep coming back? Like I'm, I'm cool going out here playing dice, even though it's for less money. You know, I'm, I'm playing dice out on the streets. I'm winning, threatening people with knives. But then I keep finding my way back to the stone. And it's and then he's thinking about it. He's like, and it's because Ran. Damn it. <laughs> I am getting sucked in by this guy. You know, yeah. so he's he's battling with that. And he does go down to the, the, the I guess I would say the warehouse or the the, the storage area where all the tangrials are held. And he, he did go to the door and looked at it and was like, nah. I promised. I'm not gonna do it for the first time. For the first time, he's like for the first yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. For Maybe the first not. time. For the last time. For the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. And that's, it's, uh, it's only, that's okay. So pr- prediction right here. So Matt's already kind of teetering, not like with his sanity, but just a lot of angst, a lot of frustration. He's like, man, this sucks. And then, then more rain, and then ran, and nobody wants to. And I want to play cards, play with me. It's only going to take one more thing. It's like, it's like that time when we were cliff diving. Uh, and you remember when I took a couple people across the way to the 70 foot cliff and they're like, I don't think anybody's ever jumped from there. And I walked all the way up and we got stung by a bunch of bees and we got to the top and I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And then I looked down and you guys were in the water, but you were like, it's, teeny tiny many people and i was like well Mm -hmm. that's way too far i'm not doing that so we went to leave and i start walking down that little trail that we made again and got stung by a bee and i said fuck it fuck these bees and i just turned around and sprinted full speed and leapt off and got a water enema like a couple gallons of water (laughs) up my butt um but the point I think, being, I'm I saying think Liz, this is... Liz followed you too, right? And she got bruised everywhere. Like her whole body was a bruise. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just one giant bruise. It wasn't one well, bruise. So I mean, it was I, one bruise. I warned <laughs> them. They So they looked down to make sure I lived. And I was like, that was awesome. They're like, did you hurt yourself? I was like, no, but I got a lot of water up my butt. I leaned too far back. So the next guy, I forget who, there was a guy up there with us. Uh, the next person jumped off and they leaned too far forward. And the water uppercutted them, and they bit their tongue, and there was blood everywhere. Oh. And so when Liz now, would went, you rather water emina, enema or blood mouth? No, the water, water enema was great. I felt great yeah, after that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like a brand cleansing, new cleansing. I was got yeah. a brand new bag, <laughs> literally flushed out and yeah, ready to go. <laughs> the old bottom end job. So the the last person, she did this instead of jumping. Um, she kind of just limped she off yelled and, cannonball and fell. And... I guess her legs didn't work. <laughs> yeah. But she saw the reflection of the rock on the water and thought she was about to splatter on the rock. So she spread oh her God. arms out, legs out, everything. And last second, she went full, like, almost belly flop from 70 feet. Oh That's a long Lord. way. You have time Ugh. to scream three times on the way down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and she splattered in the water and had bruises all over. 
It was. Yeah. I mean, no, it wasn't bruises. So I did the best. It was, out of was one. All it was one bruise. It was That's just, true. It was one big bruise. It was just the she whole body. It was a bruise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so, anyways, I guess I'm relating this to the story because Matt's kind of like he saw it. You know, he's obviously been tempted. We know who Matt is, and then he was at the door, and he's like, "Eh, no, not yet." And he's walking back to his shitty life right now. It's only gonna take one more thing. <laughs> One thing to remind him, like fuck this shit, and he's gonna go do it. So I don't, I don't think it's gonna take much. One bad thing, and Matt's like, I know where it's at. I'm going to do it. But he has made a promise to Egwene, right? What he's, does he that mean? He said only if his life depends on it. What does that, that, that mean? was a Matt but that's promise. subjective. That's subjective, and that's Matt subjective. gets to make that decision. Yes, he's gonna be like, I'm about to die of boredom in this motherfucking place. <laughs> My <laughs> life depends on it. Full send. <laughs> Just tell him don't lean too far back when you go into that shit. He's going to get a water enema up his butt. You know what? Maybe he wants it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nothing wrong with mm-hmm. the casual no. douche, douching every now and then. It wasn't bad, yeah, honestly. Yeah. It's a, a, good, a good cleanse. I felt clean I mean, for weeks. I, I've had a colonoscopy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's uh, it, it, it's, it's refreshing yeah. afterwards. Uh, you know, it's a little... <laughs> <laughs> So let's I'm, I'm picturing something very different than what I think you were trying to say. Like, I, I see the doctors walking in with these instruments. They're getting ready to shove up your butt. And you're going, oh, boy, this is going to be refreshing. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's do this. I'm excited. That's so refreshing. All right, knock me out or yeah. don't. I don't care. <laughs> but, yeah, Pear Bear. Pear Bear is out there chasing rumors like Fleetwood Mac. I know he is. Oh, nice! Did you nice. Have, did you write that line down? I did. Or, it's in my notes. <laughs> That's so fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, your delivery was impeccable. That was perfect. Thank you. That was, that was great. Yeah, he's 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 trying to find somewhere for Fayel to go because he wants her to get out of there and figures that he can find an adventure for her better than what's going on right now. Um, it's, it's the Dragon Reborn's kind of hard to top. Like, I mean, like it's kind of peaked. I feel like she's peaked in her adventure stories. Like, like you meet the dragon reborn. Like that's, I feel like it's a peak. Like, right. I don't, I don't know. Like, how are you going to, how are you going to top that? Like, Hey, Horn, I got an adventure of over here. has been discovered. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, I don't know what, what to tell you, girl. I don't know what to tell you. Like, Hey, there's some guys about to have a knife fight. You want to go do that? Like, no, not really. Like, <laughs> like it's, I hear the Saldean spices are extra spicy this year. I don't know. Go yeah. home to your dad. Yeah. I mean, that's like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I just also, feel like can we, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, can we talk about the rumor of the saw chin, which is how it's spelled yeah. in the books? Yeah. In <laughs> my in why. my mind, I said it correctly, but yep, I did notice same. it was butchered. I'm like, come on. Like yeah. I just I just love how the rumors spread. Just like hashtag saw chin. They <laughs> hear and like they I hear. I don't I can't do a Texas accent, but I want to say that in a Texas accent. Saw chin. Yeah. The saw chin. <laughs> them salt shampoos sound that propane. Yeah, apparently there's riots in Gilead and Gilidon. There's uh, outbreaks of mass madness in Ilion, um, famine in Kyrian because we know Kyrian's in civil war, and Trollocs are everywhere. So on the borderlands, yeah, uh, which is kind of normal, you- but. To your point, where is he going to push her off to? That's more exciting. Yeah. Is he going to be like, you can't be around the dragon. I got to stick around my boy, Ran. You should just go visit the Dark One himself. Like, just yeah. go. Yeah, just it's an option. Go visit Shale him. Ghoul. Right. That's, yeah. I mean, it's, we eventually get you know, there. It's, you know, it's hot. But like, but I love it. is that where you send your girlfriend, though? <laughs> got you, got <laughs> so, you an all-expense-paid trip to Satan. Some, <laughs> just saying. SG, baby. 
Um, people ask me sometimes why I don't like Perrin. His lack of communication is unparalleled. Like, he even thinks to himself, like, can't tell Fael where I'm going. Like, can't tell her I'm going down to these seedy fucking bars every day because she's going to ask why. And, like, I couldn't tell her. Why would I have a conversation with her when I can just dipsy-doodle around and be a jackass? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I didn't get I mean, it before because you've expressed a little discontent <laughs> with him before. And I'm like, why? Parents so cool. But I'm starting to see it. He frustrates me with that very thing there's so much that happened in this little bit and the last couple times you ran into him i'm like bro just talk to her like but a lot of times see her as an equal that he can have a conversation with because you don't get it this is also from a dude's perspective like a lot of times if i'm going to the bar or going to hang out with my guy friends like my wife will start asking a lot of questions and honestly i just don't know the i don't know the answers to them like i mean so she'll be like (laughs) she's like where are you going i i don't know like we haven't figured it out yet like all right, who are you gonna hang out with? Uh, well, I know I'm hanging out with Ian, but there might be other people there. I don't other know. Like, like uh, it's like, are, are you gonna get food? I'm like, I hope so. I um, mean, you know, I'm kind of hungry. Uh, like, <laughs> like, here's open. Like, here's open. I, I, I don't know. Like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I am leaving the house, and something's gonna happen. It's gonna be fun. I, I that, that's that's all the plans I have right the, now. The that's worst when you pull tr- the Frodo and just sprint out and Great. scream, "I'm going on an adventure." <laughs> The worst trap is when they're like, well, at least tell me when you're going to be home. Because, fuck, I, that I do not know. I do not know. Yeah, I'll be home. I can tell you what my plan is, but then that's going to jinx it, and it's going to be six hours after that. That's Which is funny, because when my wife goes out, she'll even ask me the back. She'll be like, so do you want to know when I'm coming home? I was like, no, I'll be asleep. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> it could be <laughs> Best of luck to you. <laughs> May the odds be ever May in your the favor. Odds. Oh, you took it from me. Damn. Oh. Just get home. That's fine. As long as you're here before the kids wake up, we're good. <laughs> I think that's the difference in the male and the female perspective. Yeah. <laughs> the need to be wanted so much that you just have to know. You you must want to know where I am at all times. Well, there's there's balance there. There's, you know, there's some respect involved in the communication process. Oh, sure. You know. Sure. Yeah. We go with that. So, yeah. So, anything else from Perrin? I mean, he's just sitting there searching around. It's really short. And then we switch to Egwene. And Egwene doesn't know whether she's going to tan in Tear or tan in Tanchico. (laughs) I mean, is it the answer in the word itself? Like, I feel like in Tear... You're going to do some crying, and that doesn't sound cool. I mean, it's tears of joy, but I don't feel like that's on the horizon here. Um, mm-hmm. Tanchico, I feel like that's where you want to go. Tan some cheeks. Right, tan exactly. Yeah. Put on something skimpy. Mm-hmm. Got their tan. Girl from Tan. Get them buns, right? Okay. Um, so easy answer. I don't even know why they're debating that. Really. Yeah. 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 We'll um, I also love, in Egwene's perspective, that we get like this casual reference to Nynaeve as Gordon Ramsay <laughs> because she's just like in the mm. kitchens trying to cook Lan his favorite meals and like screaming at the kitchen staff. <laughs> that, that's right. And it's just a small blip. But in that small blip, it all makes sense from what we know of Nynaeve. You know, she right. wants her boy. She's wearing his favorite colors. She's like, I got to figure out his mother's damn cookie recipe y'all keep fucking it up it's too humid in here open a window what the hell get the <laughs> flour ah! fluff for another sandwich and just like puts the two pieces of bread 
<laughs> you know, yeah. the cook's head, like, what is this? I need to get sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you, cu- you cut it in rectangles. I said triangles. <laughs> Throws it at the wall. <laughs> Why are there hour. still crusts on this? How, how do you see my kid every time I give him a sandwich? Like, are you guys? <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, that's my son. Like, <laughs> He's like, did um, I not tell you? Take the crust no off. Crust. <laughs> um, and Egwene's kind of uh, found a new companion. Uh, she's hanging out with Avienda a lot because uh, Nynaeve's too In busy with, years, like, with Lan. Elaine's with Rand. And Avienda. So, so they've been hanging out. You said hanging out, but what what's happening is Avienda's showing up when Egwene is bathing. And to make Egwene feel more comfortable, she's getting naked <laughs> she's getting with her. Naked with her. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like that's exactly uh, what happens on sleepovers. Yeah. It's yes. a male That's fantasy. Way... Anytime you think of like with pillow fights, yes. You know, Tits I never out, had that fantasy. Always. I've never had that fantasy. I'm self conscious about I'm my body. There in the well, middle of it. If it makes you feel better, I'll get naked with you. I just don't know how that's going to solve it. No, actually, that helps. We should all get naked. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Wait, are you hearing me? Yes, yes. we hear you. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's a little soft. Sorry. It was. It was. <laughs> Insert okay. joke here. That's going to. That's what I she left said. It alone. <laughs> and that's um, why it's soft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then we quickly shift to Elaine. Um, um, she's been uh, trying to sneak with, uh, little little canoodles with Rand. Um, and it's really funny is the Aiel have actually made a game out of it. <laughs> like, and, and they're actually trying to help her. Like, and like give her hints. Like, hey, Rand's alone right now. Go get him. I feel like the ultimate test for Rand is to figure out how long he can last. He's not taking the bait. What do you mean by that, Chris? You know, how long he can last not interacting with these women beyond the kids. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Like being celibate? What did you think? Yeah, like celibacy. What, What were you thinking? Oh, yeah. I was thinking well, like the whole trick of saying the ABCs in your head and mm-hmm. twinkle, twinkle, little spider, you know, yeah. <laughs> trying to, does that work for you? No, oh, man. When, it, when it's time, it's time. I am the most <laughs> selfish lover in the world. It's not even funny. Like the lop is the thing. But like, that wasn't enough. Yeah, that wasn't no enough. Let me, yeah, let me eat it. Let me eat a sandwich and give me five minutes and we can try again. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> My favorite we, part we, of um, Elaine's point WAP? of view in did this. Did someone just say WAP? Hold on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that just was happened. Me. You're welcome. That, that was me. It is a real thing. Uh, but did you, I did you see the meme where like uh, it was like someone was talking like they te- like it was a text message thing where like it was like between like I guess uh, two sisters and it was like it's like it was like did you really tell dad that WAP stands for wings and pizza because he's going around the house saying like I want some WAP tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I did not see that. that it's like tell him what it is. <laughs> is. Like don't stop dad from saying this. <laughs> I'm going to get my favorite sauces with that wop. Bam. It won't change <laughs> Some garlic butter up on that uh, wop. Uh, going to need to clean up the mess from this wop. It's everywhere. Uh, <laughs> Don't go in the good. kitchen, kids. It's, <laughs> it's wop, wop night. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm totally making that a thing. Kids, it's Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wednesday night WAP night. Oh yes, that's happening. <laughs> Chanel, poor woman. <laughs> oh 
Hey, look, and Chris is single next though, week. So she's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so weird that the wedding's off. I've never so had weird. Happened. Do not cancel the dance floor. I'm still coming. <laughs> it will not be canceled. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well played. There was a book we were reading at some point in time. Yeah, there's a book reading. So, so um, anything for more from Elaine before we switch to rant? Oh God, I just love how shook she is that Rand appreciates her mind. More yeah. than just her tits. Yeah. Like, she's, like, so rattled that, like... Well, is it really about her physical stuff, features, though, like, or about the fact that she's a princess? Well, but, he, you know, he, like, he listens to what she's saying. She's, like, um, you know, in three days, she gives him a lot of information about diplomacy and how to, like, yeah. nego- like navigate the High Lords of Tear, which is amazing. So she's giving him, like, a real education, plus a little bit of tonsil hockey, and yeah. I just like love how how she just sees herself and like she is she sees herself as just like dumb blonde and she's just so amazed that a man would actually listen to her, um, yeah. which is and problematic in itself. But like lovely to see Elaine. Rand even yeah. wanted to like attempted to give her a little credit at some point, and she kind of quickly was like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. But they don't need to know that like women that should be seen and not heard. <laughs> well. I don't know that I took it as that. I think she was trying to also prop Rand up and be like, look, if they think you came up with this, it doesn't hurt them. Let them think that, you know, mm-hmm. and you can still come get a little something, something from me if you mm-hmm. need it. You know, nudge his wink. Blind man, eh? yeah. 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 Wink, wink, kiss. Hey, Aya, where are we going? Over there? Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Call on me. Call on me. I will say... You know, read this, listened to it, read it again. The first time through, I was thinking, oh, the Aiel must be getting bored. And obviously, they are a little bit because this is a fun game for them. Next time going through, I was like, ah, dangerous that the Aiel are getting bored and so focused on stupid shit like this, they might get caught with their guard down. Might get caught slipping. Mm-hmm. Fast forward. Maybe, a little bit. You can't get so, slipping in the hood. Mm-hmm. It's a fun yep. game, but it might have cost lives. Yep. So we switched to Rand, and Rand's continuing to make his decree, decrees to the High Lords. Um, uh, kind Rand of, finally kind of went be, ham. Yeah, be a little bold. Um, you know, he's uh, been playing an intense game, a hangman. He is, yeah. Um, and and he, he's getting a little, I guess, a little, little tempered with them. Um, um, as he should. As he should, because they, they want to keep to the old ways. And he's like, no, this is this is my way. I'm the Dragon Reborn, and I rule you now. So, And he's and he's definitely coming along. Like, I mean, so think about, think about timelines. Um, this takes place, what, a little over a year since he was just a shepherd in the Two Rivers, and now he's King of Tear. Like, I mean, like, like I Crazy mean, literally... Yeah, uh, uh, crazy things have happened, but he's definitely trying to fulfill these shoes or, or fulfill this role and um, and and do the best way he can and be and take a lot of his own personal feelings about the average farmer and working man and because that's where he comes from and 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 place that in the in the high lords who just don't want any of it and it, um, it's definitely causing a lot of tension. Yeah, I love that the tension is like, go talk to Barrelane, negotiate with Mayan, yeah. and that is like the most outrageous thing he's ever said. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, go, yep. Just go have a conversation with someone and like have you know a fair negotiation. And, and the they look high confused. lords are like, "Sir, do you know what you are asking of us?" <laughs> yeah, because I've said it three times now. Like, what's so difficult about this? I was gonna say we touched on this before. Like, you know, he's taken over as the ruler. He's in charge. But these nobles and whatnot, they're just looking to use him and his power to their advantage. They're not trying to change nothing. In no, fact, they want to they profit are nodding off it even very more. Nob- they're like, nobly, I got the dragon knowingly. behind me. So, yeah. They are the 1% and they want nothing yeah. to change. <clears throat> Why would knowingly. you reduce yeah. Terran farmers' taxes when they're making less money? That doesn't make sense. They if should anything, you should crank it up. As when they're profitable. And it didn't one of them go, well, when you think about it, there's too many farmers farming anyway. So, you know, <laughs> maybe if they just kill each other fighting over the scraps, you know, it kind of works like out for them. A just little have poverty. Them pour the milk out, have them, you know, get rid of the grain. Yeah. Yeah. We do that all the time. Welcome to this year's Hunger Games. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but then as, as all this is kind of going on, all of a sudden a voice interrupts his thoughts and he spins around to see Ian's fiance, um, Celine. Celine, 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 Celine. Uh, yep. I love that. That was great. You, Thank you are changed from when I last saw you. Stronger, harder. Faster, he's better. Move it faster, he's stronger. <laughs> harder, faster, stronger. Make it harder. And that's the third episode in a row where we have inserted that song. Death Punk for the win. All right, I hope this isn't this. This better be in the spreadsheet, Alan. How long can you keep it going? Keep the death. We have six episodes in a row with Wayne's World quotes. Yeah, and Alan slid in two last time that nobody even got, and I was like. I was finger blasting and winking at him, and I don't think other people got the Wayne's World references. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, we throw them in there. Small, yellow, different. <laughs> um, so Ooh, he gasped. Where did you come from? How did you get here? I thought you must still be in Carhine. Carian. Carian. Whatever. I can't read. You say it how you want to say. No, it, no, it, no, no. It's not that you can't read. It's just that. Robert Jordan made this word that is the most stupid way of pronouncing it in the entire world. So it's not your fault. Curry. <laughs> no, I mean, because it looks like Carhe. The last time I joined a different podcast that Chris does not remember names because he just doesn't do that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So Celine starts to talk to him and then says, like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, I'm not really Celine. My name's Lanfear. And Rand's like, that's funny. You're definitely not. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and embrace Sidon right now. I'm going to go ahead and embrace embrace Sidon right now. Just uh, be on the safe side. Like, oh, crap. I can't. I'm shielded. Shit, you are Lanfear. And I love how she was like, you fool. You thought I was hot before. Watch this. Uh, 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 uh. Well, that's what threw me first and foremost. Let me just take a step back. It's like, for some reason, though, she did not have, she did not affect him the way she had. Perhaps it was the long months since he had last seen her. But that right there, again, that whole idea that it was magic keeping the hold, we know that's the case. It was that perfume. Yeah. I I also love the interchange where she's like, 
your mind loose there and just like, well, first of all, one, my name's Ran. Second of all, like, at most are friends. Like, I mean. Um, can we also just, like, talk about, because, like, this, Jordan's fetishization or fascination with making women exclusively beautiful and, like, refusing to let women just be old. They have to be, the word he uses Mature. is ripe. Yeah. And it Ooh. just makes, like, my gag reflex flare up. Like, she was older than he, certainly. But older was not the right word. More mature. Riper. Hmm. Even more beautiful, if that was possible. Disgusting. Please never describe a woman as ripe. She is not a fruit. She is a person. She is not chattel. Robert Jordan... Take that but if she's like grave. right there at her ovulation time, like isn't she technically <laughs> like? <right? laughs> uh, 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 maybe that's what he's <laughs> going for. Yeah, maybe that's yeah, what he's going for. Still, ripe is not. I, like, I agree. Yeah. So, like, I'm following along with everything, and then when he throws ripe in there, I was like, "Why'd we? Why'd we say that's like? It's like moist. Like when you use that word, it's intentionally to fuck with people. Like there's. You, the you, cake was you moist. Say she's like a beautiful. Man, I, I like do love a moist cake. I, yeah, I was going there. I like moist yeah. cake. I like moist cake with some ripe fruit on it. And here's yeah. the thing, though: yeah. was isn't his wife editing for him? So when he said ripe, she looked at it and went, "No, that's good. Keep it." More of that. And I just, I, I just want you to be attuned to this word now because it does come up in the series quite a bit. And like, I don't know if like every time the word ripe is said, if you want to take a shot or just like throw up in your <laughs> mouth, one of the two is totally acceptable, but it's disgusting and I hate it. What if we go like Pee Wee Herman yeah. word of the day and go, ah, and then ah, Betty and then chug a beer? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Hedsky posted in chat, the only time you can use the word ripe is when you smell. Like, when you dank, you can say, like, Okay, so I have a very ripe. sensitive nose. Right. Yeah. Um, you're just so a sensitive about the, man, Chris. I am about a sensitive the, man, but I'm going to tell you something. Like, this may or may not stay in the episode. I could tell my ex and my current, you know, two to three days before they were about to start their period. Oh, yeah. Wolf brother. Because they were getting right. Like say. I'm telling you, like I just don't, like it was. <laughs> she Aaron walks like, in. She knows like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, make sure you bring something with you because it's on its way. No, it's not. Damn. Mm. I'm like, don't I worry. Really I have it in my this. book bag. And I love it at the same time. <laughs> it's like, you're like a slow so all I have to say is that the fact of the matter is that men know nothing about the wound body at all. And the proof is in the pudding as far as NASA. So when Sally Ride was the first woman to be put in space, she was in space for six days. Six days. Do you know any tampons they sent with her? This is a true fact. 100. 100. 100 tampons for six days. Because... <laughs> Because like, the men who planned the mission were like, she might bleed. Let's give her 100 tampons. Like, do you know how this works? Like, uh, you know, we could not possibly have a free bleeder aboard. I'm laughing along with the group as if I know how many you go through in a day during an average decent. I have no idea. Three to four. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. I mean, On just ask, just ask Chris. He's the expert. <laughs> three, three, I keep in in my apartment. Uh, I I keep a, a variety 100. stocked in there. <clears throat> well, you know, because there's women in my life and daughter and all that jazz. So I just there's a variety pack, and when I notice one's getting low, 
I fill it up and it's Off just there. Okay, Chris, I, because we talked about this earlier, I have if if you and Chanel um start planning for tiny humans. When we do, not if. When, when. you start, um I need to know whether or not you can smell when ovulation has successfully taken. That's a good. That's not where I thought you were going with that. It's a boy. You start. You, you uh, paused uh, and uh, smell. Uh, can you can you tell? It'll you be smell two and a half years from what the rock is now. cooking. Can you smell what the kuma <laughs> is cooking? <laughs> My, you smell different. But it, look, if it's a Tuesday, I don't want you getting on and being like, "Well, uh, we got to make this." Episode quick, because she's ripe tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Do you smell? I mean, very mature. That just because of that. Where are we at in the book? <laughs> are we looking are we at a book at all? Rand is, Rand is sniffing <laughs> land fear. And, um, so, <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah. No, this is, um, this is actually a great scene. Yeah. This is a great scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Rand, Rand is, uh, is shielded uh, from the true source. And he looks back towards Kalendor. He's like, maybe I can go back to there. And it's a wall of air. And he's blocked inside this little bubble because she doesn't trust him that much. <coughs> and, um, and, and, yeah. And that's where we are, where they're just talking. And Rand's like, I want to kill you, but you're a woman, and I can't kill a woman, but you're a chosen. You're you're uh, 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 forsaken, and she corrects him, chosen, um, and chosen th- bitch, chosen, <laughs> and and they and they have this little interchange where like he's kind of having this internal diet or monologue of, you know, I want to kill her because she's forsaken, but she's a woman, and I know uh, she's a woman, and I know her, and. She wasn't that bad when we were friends on the road, and but she's forsaken. Should I? Why can't it, we just, be friends? Why can't we? And all, be all during this, all this, this tension that he's having, she's just like, "Hey, listen, this can be really easily solved. Just go to Shagul, kneel before the Dark One. He'll fix everything. And one kneel. He'll make one quick it's kneel. It's nice yeah. there. Yeah. He gets yeah. in your head. It's, it's like ecstasy. Every, Have you ever every, tried MDMA? Yeah. Because yeah. it's better. Mm-hmm. It's, it's good. Mm-hmm. Don't yeah. knock it, it till you try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. So he's she's offering the Molly pills, and he's just like, I've got this know, buddy I'm... that'll train you how to do male eye to eye shit. And then once you're trained, we can fucking kill him. There yeah. you go. That, we don't need to keep that him. Oh yeah, would you like slightly? Psychotic. She starts campaigning for Lanfear University. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> With She's Professor Lodian. Come on. Come on. And honestly, her offer doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> it really so I, I'm gonna be honest with you. As she it's was saying it, all I could think was what would be wilder and what would be more like disruptive than him going? Like he's I gotta find a plan that nobody else will assume is gonna happen and I gotta do something bold and I gotta why not go learn and then kill the person he learns from and then kill her and then be strong enough to challenge the dark one and I mean it just sounds like an excellent plan to me. It's but a do huge you think opportunity Rand could kill her though. I mean, if he becomes a dark one then why not? Think of all the intel yeah. he can get during that time period. And by mm-hmm. intel, I mean nudge and wink, hanky-panky with Lanfear. <laughs> giggity, giggity. Giggity. But also giggity. real intel. Because uh, we've already seen, all right, like the way Tarvalon sees all these prophecies unfolding and like their expectations for the future versus Yael versus everybody else and the Shan Chan and everybody's got a different take on this. 
But there's also, with our dark friends, they have their own prophecies, and like, I don't know, we know little to nothing about that except for the shit smeared on a cell wall in blood, you know? Yeah. So this is a good opportunity for him to go... If, if Sean something. Connery has not taught me anything in life, it's that if you sleep with the bad guy, you will get the answers you need. Because that's what James Bond Pillow does. Pillow talk, baby. That's what James Bond does. Like, he just goes and screws some girl, and she's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, by the way, I work for Dr. Evil, and he's about to blow up this place. He's like, great, now I'm going to kill you and kill him. Boom, Sweet done. <laughs> it's like the great Lord. We should make Lord another movie with the suspect. exact same plot. It is yes. possible to talk to him. Go to Shaogul, into the pit of doom, and you can hear him bathe in his presence. Like, mm. I, I think it's an excellent idea. I just think he needs to go for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean more she's, evil she's than also, like, introduced him to the cult people. of the Great Lord of the Dark. Yeah. I which, mean, like... what would be more crazy than betraying the, the crazy people? Like, <laughs> just go do it. Like, in this awe, you could be done in two books instead of 13. Yeah. And as as, there, as he's and we learned pondering... there's two great Sangreal too. I think it's yeah. the statues of the men and the women. Mm. Remember the men and mm. the man and woman statue way back yeah. from the Great Hunt. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what the, at, uh, those she's referring to. Yep, and that he saw whistling. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. So but you can put that down as prediction. We, I think I'm sure so. we've already made a prediction about them already, but yeah, yeah. I think you did. You could put a little cliff note. Yeah. Put a little asterisk next to it, a little, little, yeah. little, little check mark or a little doodiddle. Um, so as he's pondering and she's going on, he kind of looks at the door and the door opens up and this guy comes in. He doesn't really notice the guy. He looks down, he has a knife. He's like, yeah, there's a guy with a knife, whatever. He goes, oh, shit. <laughs> um, and she noticed his reaction. <laughs> And it's funny the way it came out. Like, a man slipping in the door with a knife. His eyes had slid past the fellow almost without seeing. Instinctively, he pushed Lanfear out of the way and reached for the true source. The shield blocking him vanished as he touched it. And his yeah. sword was in his hand like a red glowing rod. Mm-hmm. Red rod. Mm-hmm. Red rod. Red rod. Instinctively, he pushed Lanfear out of the way to protect her. Instinctively. That's he has to protect your fiance. Or, <laughs> so Rand is still mostly Rand right now, but we also know he's Luce Theron, or at least people keep calling him that. And he's like, "Who's this Luce Theron guy? I'm Rand." But there's things that pop up. There's things that he is able to do without knowing how he can do it. Obviously, he's connected to this Luce Theron, and maybe slowly but surely becoming him more and more. So instinctively protecting Lanfear, uh, that's heading to at least that time period where, you know, they were hot for each other. Mm. And he, he's still, there's a part of him or hims or however you want to say that, that still has, has the hots for her. Even and though she excited. only loved power. Mm, I mean, it, it got her, her all excited. She's like, that's only a tenth of what you can do with that sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to learn to live. <laughs> I can teach yeah. you. Show how to work, 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 work. <laughs> if you if you nickname certain body parts power, then you won't have to be bothered by her obsession with power as much. You know, just kind of work mm. with what you got. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. 
I nick I nicknamed my uh my 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 ear power and yeah that's exactly <laughs> what I was exactly what you're going with <laughs> exactly what I meant yeah exactly um so um he kills the gray men um and then he starts thinking about it, he's like but the Aiel should stop them uh, so he pushes he leaves Lanfear and opens the door into complete madness everything's gone to shit and we end the chapter cut the black yep mm. <laughs> I'm really glad you didn't set this up where, like, that's where we had to stop reading. And <laughs> yeah. this, this, this is one of those moments where I would have said, well, I'm about to read me another chapter and I just won't tell anybody. Because <laughs> I love me some Aiel. And, yeah. yeah, you know, your mind starts going to that same place. It's like, oh, I don't know if this guy made it in there. Mm, what's going on on the other side of that door? It's not going to yeah. be pretty. Anything we missed. I don't think we did, but I think we hit on everything. I like, I think, you I know, think we hit it hard. I hit on Chris, Chris hit on Alan, <laughs> Alan hit on me. We, we all kind of, kind of gave some winks at, uh, old I talked about there. how Chris is better with yeah. girls and Chris talked about Ian's better with girls. And yeah. So, I mean, yeah, we, we yeah. I wish, Alan. I wish Alan was here. He's so much better with girls. <laughs> all in all a perfect success. Yeah. All right, moving on to chapter 10, the stone stands. And we have the dragon symbol. Um, it's the, literally the dragon. And yeah, so Rand walks out and Chris? Dead Aeolmen lay at Rand's feet, tangled with the bodies of three very ordinary men in very ordinary coats and breeches. Ordinary looking men, except that six Aeol, the entire guard, had been slain, some, obviously, before they knew what had happened, and each of those ordinary men had at least two Aeol staff through him. Hmm. I didn't think that the gray men were that capable. They're sneaky. They're sneaky. I mean, like they can't Borderline be seen. Stealth. Your eyes kind of slide off of them. But let's talk about the numbers here. There were six Aeol and four gray men, and three of those gray men are dead. That's pretty good odds. Like yeah. the Aiel are badass. They didn't even they couldn't even see them. Were probably like maybe two of them were dead before they knew they were there and they still took down three. Right. They got surprised. Uh, and they were busy thinking about like, well, do you think you think Rand's alone enough yet to call our uh, lady friend over? Huh. You know. Did you guys somebody like Matt who people. sees all the Iron Man? Like I mean all the Greymen? All the Greymen, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Well, that's lucky. Uh, it, it's, is yeah, I guess so. But pa- Matt and Perrin and and yeah. Rand all see the gray people. I mean, they do. I mean, so I th- I'm trying to think Even of all the gray men we've seen so people. far. So we had the one that shot the arrow. The first one was the one that shot the arrow at Nynaeve and Egwene in Tarvalin. That was the first gray man we ran into. There's one that Perrin saw in the easing the badger in. I think it was that, yeah. Um, I would Ilion. also say in the Great Hunt um, that shot the arrow at yes, Swan at or Rand, yeah. just because yeah. that no, was kind but of no cleared one's, up at the end of the Great Hunt. But no one saw um, that one. No one saw that one, no. We yeah. just heard from Ingtar that he let him in, and yeah. his gaze and, had kind of like slid past him. And Rand ran into one when he killed all the people at the campfire, and there's right. one amongst them, mm-hmm. but I don't. Rand never saw that guy. He just... Literally just, just start chopping anyway. heads, heads off. <laughs> yeah. Heads will roll when you're no you're on your mass yeah. murder spree. Exactly. 
And you can't Matt, judge when did, people's does in that Matt mode. run into a gray man yet? I thought he was being uh, yes, chased when by when he was him. on his yeah, luck bender. Chased by him. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. In uh, in Tarvalin, and, and I think he accidentally okay. killed him because yeah, you know Matt. Yeah, be they Matt like and... stumbled and when they hit the ground, be like, "Oh, I knifed the dude." Oops. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> but Oopsie. let's go roll some dice. All these yeah. Aiel couldn't figure it out. That that's concerning. Yeah. But were they to- were the Aiel told that this was a threat? Again, let's go back to communication. Uh, did they know that this is something they had to look out for? And was there a viable threat? I'm pretty sure the Aiel, from what I gather from them, if they're if they're up here guarding and you're like, all right, does this sound crazy? But I've been attacked a couple times by these dudes that you can't really see. Like you'll just barely catch them out of the corner of your eye. And, and if they had that information, I think they might have been a little more prepared. But we well, don't know I that mean- they know about them. Like, Aiel yeah. are amazing warriors, but they're not superhuman. Like, they're not, you know, superheroes, per se. But uh, we do know that they are familiar with some um, of the Dark One's minions. Mm-hmm. Sure. So they're, they're aware. I don't know if they know about Greymen. I don't know if, like, what's the point of sending Greymen into the Waste? Yeah. Seems like the, an odd right. flex. For, Excuse uh, me, the Dying Grounds big bad. is what the Trollocs call it. Mm. The Trollocs call them, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's an interesting, like, I don't know if they would have been aware of them. I just like, even today, like when I was reading that chapter, I was just very impressed with the Aiel. Like that's yeah. still good numbers. They're extraordinary. Oh yeah. And I, and I like as, as we move forward into the fighting and we've, we've seen it in the past with, uh, Aggie and Nynaeve and Elaine, uh, when they were captured, the Aiel don't even back down from the phase. No, they, they don't. I, I don't think, even if they knew they were going up against something where they knew they were going to die, they had no chance, they'd still be going 100%. I, they, I don't see they, any back down from them at all. In that one scene with Nynaeve and Egwene and Elaine where they save them, they literally start pulling the Matthew McConaughey and start doing, hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I loved it. It's a Wolf of Wall Street action. Uh, but yeah, so Rand walks out. The Aiel are dead. The Defenders of Stone are obviously dead. Uh, the ones that right. were guarding okay. him. Yeah. Uh, but then there's more Defenders that have rushed in that are fighting Trollocs and Mergel. Literally, every- well, there's one Mergel and there's Trollocs everywhere. And Rand comes out to try to, you know, start fighting as well. He pulls out his red sword um, and starts <laughs> dicing up some Trollocs. Um, I, I love this also scene about the gong. So like he hears like the warning gong go off and immediately get like cut off. Cause obviously the person that was hitting the gong got killed and then someone else starts hitting the gong gets, and he says several times, so, like several people are literally dying at the gong, like, like trying to sound the alarm. Like I can just picture yeah. like heaps of people just dying. Like some guy, just like some kid, I mean, I, I, I assume kid. Because if you're old enough to be a soldier, you're probably fighting and not trying to sound the gong. And, and, and you think about medieval times, like just people trying to like hit this and it's just massacre going on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's cool that in that little blip, Jordan's able to paint a picture of, you know, he doesn't mention the distance, but this could be half a mile away, three quarter mile away. It could be like mm-hmm. at the farthest end of the building. It could be, you know, it's it's so obviously it's, not it's in the same instance. room, right? Yeah. Not in the same room, but it, it shows you that this chaos and this massacre, this murder, is happening all over. Oh, yeah. It's not just in this room. 
Rand right. knows immediately it's all over the place. Yeah. So, so it was pretty neat. Yeah, I like um, in this scene when we first get Rand and, you know, he grabs the fire sword instead of Kalendor and he engages with the Merdral. Um, when the Merdral dies, I just love the chicken, like... I just love that a Merdral looks like a chicken with its head cut off and, like, refuses to accept that it's dead. And it just, like, you know, he's on the ground, like, tis a flesh wound! Um, <laughs> just a scratch. <laughs> yeah. Like, crashing also, around. Also well, love the way... Like, <laughs> yeah. I also love the way that Rand confronts the Merdral here. Like, where, like, the Merdral's, like, dicing up people left and right. And, like, Rand's like, hey, hey, you. Come at me, boy. <laughs> like, come at me. Yeah, but the um, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Get over here. Get over here. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and has an epic battle with the with the fade. Um, lightning's yeah. flashing. And then the Terrans the contribute and... by like going around and just stabbing the Trollocs yeah. that are already on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I yeah. helped. Yeah. <laughs> it's shake and bake. And it's a, it's 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 a very dire scene where like obviously Rand can see that the battle is about to break like that the soul like, there is a breaking point in a battle where like you'll lose control as commander of the battle where people it doesn't start matter retreating on their own. people start retreating on their own and the, and the formation falls down and like and and you've lost I mean you go back in history whether it's the Greeks or the Romans or anybody if that happens you've lost there's you're done like there's nothing about it and Rand realizes this is on the brink brink um like it's literally like these people are feel defeated uh they feel like there's nothing left and he starts out this battle cry of the stone stands the stone stands rally to the stone and um it's this epic he, scene like i mean it's it's really epic like i mean like because he he's know lucky what... that he picked up on that line because it mentioned ran was like i don't really know I, I mean i guess this is a battle cry of theirs i think i heard it when i was coming in here so mm-hmm. I'm going to just use it and see what happens. Now, from my experience um, in the military, there are some sayings that we say when the command is around. Um, certain greetings and things that are like esprit de corps, like, oh, duty first, first across, eh, you know, secure the victory, blah, blah, blah. And then when they're not around, it's like, these nuts, yeah, punch them in the balls, right? <laughs> so he's lucky he caught on to the good one and didn't just, you know— scream finger blast those fuckers and you know yeah, yeah didn't scream like ian and my war cry <laughs> when yeah. we were in the stone oh lordy no went for the good one yeah and i really i like yeah. i love that little i don't know like for as much i i give rand a lot of flack and i consider him to be relatively unobservant as a human but i really liked that he is now defending the stone. He the the people in the stone are his people, and I like that he reached out and used their battle cry to yeah. rally them. And didn't you know? You give him too much. Wasn't uh, wasn't <laughs> screaming about the Lord Dragon or like um, fucking help. He like <laughs> he he spoke to them in a way that like they knew and they understood. And I just yeah, it was like a small a small little touch that Jordan threw in there, yeah. but I really loved it and like. Speaking to what you were saying, Alan, about the epicness of this, the entire time, and maybe it's just because I've been so show-focused lately, but I cannot wait to see this on screen. Describing Moraine and Lan fighting and how they are just, like, the way they work together. One, it gave me chills for hopefully Winter Night when we see that in the show. 
just the two of them operating as like one unit. Um, but I just like the like they have been doing this for 20 years together and their chemistry is unparalleled. I love the attention. I think it was like one or two paragraphs that Jordan put on them, but it was so like, uh, yeah, I just can't wait to see it with my eyes yeah. on screen. As if Lan yeah. had eyes in the back of his head, took out a trawl like that. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Blocking the axe from behind. And, yeah. and, you know, even though he's bloodied up, it also speaks a lot to Lan. Like, this dude's just a machine. Like, he, he's trained and trained and trained and trained and trained. And I like how you said they work as a unit. It's like they're not even really communicating, but she knows which ones she can comfortably not get because she knows Lan has this and that they're just working in unison. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. very cool. Yeah, I, I yeah. think Lan would literally just nonstop go through his sword forms until literally the bitter end. I mean, he'd have to be physically disabled to not continue to just kick ass and yeah. take names. Yeah, yeah. and even and, then he's still there with her. Like, they just... I just love that they can read each other's body language and the trust that they have. Maureen yeah. can trust him is it trust or is there like back. a link there though that we don't know about? Well, I mean, there's a water bond. We've talked about that before. Yeah, um, so I'm saying the water does the water bond allow him to kind of anticipate her motions? It just it gives does them give you it's, it gives you it, it also gives you enhanced enhanced abilities as well. I mean, that is right. something that, that the water bond does. Um, so for the water, he has the, the you know water. like like he he can go longer and faster and stronger than than a normal person mm-hmm, could mm-hmm. because he has the bomb. Um yeah, and I love the like he didn't Jordan didn't spend as much time on it, but you know, we see Moraine and Lan, we see how they're working together. And you know, as much flack as I give Perrin, I also really liked that we got to see that with Perrin and Fayil as well. You know, as Rand blows by them. We've got Perrin with his axe and Fayil against his back with her knives. And I just really loved that as well. For as much as they suck at communication, like, they do still trust each other. And when it comes down to it, they are ready to, like, go to battle for and with each other. And that that's the respect I'm looking for um, that I would like Perrin to bring to that relationship at all times. And not just when, you know, his life is on the line or her yeah. life. I I love that you read into that, but I really feel like Jordan just wanted to let us know that they were there. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like what a sentence or two yeah, I'm like, like, yeah they okay. were back to back and she Parents had, here. And had his <laughs> and moving on <laughs> no matt though yeah, no matt. Nope. don't know what no the matt. fuck he was up to no, yeah. no tom no matt he yeah. found somebody that would cuddle with him <laughs> hey he comes out afterwards like what 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 happened <laughs> hey. from the kitchen stuff <laughs> Funny story, um, speaking of like disaster type things, I had a sailboat crew member who got really drunk one time in a race, and after the race, he went to sleep down in a boat, and a tornado actually hit the yacht club where the race was at, like literally hit, like, the tornado hit the yacht club, and um, and smashed out a bunch of windows, a boat got thrown through the yacht club, and like mass chaos everywhere, and like the tent that like was the party tent afterwards got blown away, like like it was just disaster everywhere. And afterwards everyone started to make sure like account for everybody, making sure that no one got hurt and we can't find this guy. So like everyone's like, Oh crap. The tornado probably picked him up and left like threw him somewhere. Cause no one can find him. Uh, apparently he was sleeping through the whole entire thing. Like, and this is what I think Matt's doing. That's why I bring the story up. <laughs> and, um, and like about a half an hour after searching, like he pokes his head up from a boat and goes, and just looks around and goes, 
holy fuck, what happened, guys? Like, because everything's like destroyed all around him. (laughs) (laughs) Or this might have been his beasting moment. Maybe he was finally, he was walking back to the stone and he opens a door and he sees a bunch of Trollocs and Fades and like people dicing each other up and he just goes, you know what, fuck this shit. And he goes back to that storeroom and does the Tangriol or Tang, Mm. Tangy, Tangy (laughs) Grill. The the Tangy tangy Grill. grill. I, That's what I, I'm call it now. I it's like a tangy it. Grill. It's a tangy grill. Yeah. <laughs> Done. You know, you know when you use your grill like through most of the summer, by like mm. three quarters of summer, there's like a seasoning on it from all yeah. that barbecue yeah. sauce yeah. that been yeah. dripping on tang. it. That grill's a little tangy. Yeah. It's a tangy grill. Uh, like yeah, every now so. and then you can you can skip seasoning your chicken because there's already some on there. You just roll it around. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, exactly. Sweet, sweet yeah. tangy grill. Tangy grill. So, so Rand eventually makes his way down to a room, and there's a bunch of Trollocs. They're actually feasting on a dead a woman. Rand kills them all uh, with a sneak attack using lizard in the thorn bush. <laughs> um, you know, and and then um, um, by Bad luck. Looks it like causes, me spec on the menu, yeah, he boys. He actually stumbles um, into um, a surviving trollic that could have killed him. Um, but the fourth kill, the fourth trollic actually kills them and leaves Rand alone. Like the it was a baby goat trollic. Him. Yeah, actually, the trollic actually saves him. So cute. Yeah, I like to think that this is Narg's cousin or like mm-hmm. you know best yeah. man or something who stood up at his and Betty's wedding um, and was just you know <laughs> broing out. Throwing out with Rand yeah. and like, the, I got you, boo. Yeah, but yeah. then further down the hall, there's actually a pair of Mergels that are actually dueling with each other. So like, there's there's obviously they're something's not, going on. Something's going on here. And well, yeah, like doesn't Rand say like twice, twice he saw Ro- Trollocs fighting each other? Yeah, which and I mean, Trolloc gonna Trolloc. Yeah, it's something. Something. The, the Trollocs seem dumb enough that that's not a surprising. The Fades. <laughs> battling it out with each other that's that, that's yeah, a little I bit was, of chaos like i had the same question he said like is this lanfear or is this somebody else or was or it like, another fart bubble buble oh well, i was gonna say Mike, that is michael he buble of heel like he has he had okay. control of midrell and things before that are like, still that loyal Tiberian? to him yeah mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. is it loose mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. i mean we yeah. don't know exactly the whole history behind the midrell and all maybe he made some yep. maybe they're Lewis not clues yeah loose theron, right? i'm trying to remember what you know maybe loose theron made some himself. oh Nothing. she didn't absolutely say that's crazy she started I thinking know. i like yeah. it that's a sign chris she, you're onto something yeah. I know. Mm. so yeah in one of his worlds he's sure, sure. <laughs> so lanfear sure. well, we'll chalk that down as a prediction Ian's fiance, fiance yeah. then appears. Um, and my fiance, my fiance. fiance. Um, and she denies actually aiding him at all uh, when he confronts her about the Trolloc saving him. Um, but she doesn't deny it. She says something like, "I mean, I can't tell you if I did or didn't, because then you might expect more of that shit." So I'm gonna just say, read and find out. Like she raffled him. Yeah, which is pretty messed up. Yeah, I kind of love story. I like love her response to it though because she was like, "Well, I just don't want to like raise your expectations, you know." So (laughs) I don't know, and like I just also I want to be mysterious. Like, let me be mysterious. No one knows what side I'm on, and I want to keep it that way. Let's just Mm -hmm. be fun and flirty, and like maybe occasionally 
Trollocs will fight each other. Who's like, to do we say? need to define this relationship? Because I'm I'm having fun with what we're doing right now. Like I feel like you're putting a lot of pressure on me to you know, commit to something. Commit to something. I'm not but, ready. but then but right. then as as Rand's trying to try the roping game, she just pulls the roping game out 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 and ties him up, throws him against the wall, very kinky like, um, and starts to straight up him tells about, him anything you can do, I can do. Better. I can do better. I can do that. Anything is in, that you is in my do, notes. I can do better. So please sing it. <laughs> I can, I can do, do anything, anything better, better than you. No, you can't. Yes, I yes, can. I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> so yeah, um, so, nailed it. I, I mean, she says she can, but then she also says that she can't. She's like, you're only tapping into a tenth, a tenth, a tenth, a tenth of what you're capable of doing. And where's the sword? Had you had the sword, imagine what else you could do. Again, I, I like the idea of leaving with her, especially if she's hotter than what she was. And you can Riper. find her in the bathtub. She's Riper. ripe. You got to roll those R's, delusions. Ripe. 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 <laughs> oh, I hate go. it. Ah. <laughs> and moist. Because <laughs> they're fighting, so she's oh, we're, sweating. We're, we're back to WAP, uh, are we? Yeah. 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 Wings she's and pizza. It up Wings and pizza. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, middle of the battle, the doors open. The door opens. Like there's a guy standing there with four pizza boxes and a couple from Papa John's. Like, just I like... got to order for wings and pizza. Did anybody order the WAP? <laughs> I somebody needs to pay me. WAP is not free. <laughs> anyway, so Rand's being taunted by Landfear about Calendor, um, saying that like, hey. Uh, anyone can go grab that sword now. It's not locked up, and Samuel you could idiot. Yeah, you idiot. Samuel could come here and just take it. Like, you just left it there. You're. An and idiot. I love how she's like, even even Magedian, like even that little fucking Magedian could go and get the sword. But, like, so, you are, are we so learning dumb. how many people are actually freed now? I mean, they're na- they're naming Forsaken's like Samuel chosen Magedian. Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned three different people. You, you need to call them what they prefer to be, be called. Chosen. Right? Yes. We'll just get to okay. pick the name for them. Yeah. They are chosen. We, okay. Those are how they identify. They identify as the chosen. So we will respect the chosen. The great thing about Twitter of time is there's lots of forsaken profiles on there. And a lot of them, if you call them forsaken, they'll correct you by saying chosen. <laughs> it's, uh, it's fantastic. I as they should. As, as they should. Rand starts to think about uh, uh, about Calendor and about like, oh crap, I probably should go back and get that. But now he's tied up. Um, so eventually, Landfear does free him. But let's talk about this whole scene and trying to break free. And first of all, I want to break free. Land- Landfear drops some logic from her perspective about okay. Come on, Rand, Calendor, other people might be able to snag it. You need to be like protected a little bit more. But even before all that, I was already thinking, I was like, why is it he'll touch Calendor to flex on the nobles to get a fucking trade deal done? But all hell breaks loose and he's like, Let me leave that shit back there and I'm gonna use my little teeny red rod sword thingy, which well, doesn't I mean, grow in the beginning out of his it was hand. all locked down. It, like, she had it on lockdown. In the, the beginning, she had it on lockdown. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't reach it. There was an invisible wall. Yes. And rather than try to go back and get it, he just went forward because he saw his homies were got. 
you know. Yeah, I I think the moment he killed the gray man, he could have made an attempt to go get it or be like, excuse me, ma'am, I need my calendar. Yeah, like maybe instead of like running at the merger and being like, let's duel, he could have said, take a second, hear the gong, grab the super sword. Right. And then let's tackle this shit. But he's I'm just saying my the- my goal would have been, like, if I knew I had ultimate weapon a couple feet away <laughs> and I knew shit was going down, even even the moment he thought, oh, my gosh, if this gray man got through here, what happened to my Aiel? Like, instead of just turning to Lanfear going, what'd you do? I'd be like, I need my super weapon. That'd be my focus right then and there. Super weapon. And he didn't even bother with it. I think it's more so familiar out. For, I mean, I mean, Cal- the the, the new weapon to him. is an extension it's, of him. Yeah, it's calendar's new to him, whereas he's been used to using this 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 red sword. How did he drain his noodles before this? Then, <laughs> I mean, the old fashioned way. What did he just use the exact right amount of water? So by the time it was done, there was none left. I mean, come on. It was no a big pour. Good. It was a big pour, and it was quick. Yeah, it takes time to hone those skills. Yeah. But I mean, to be real with you, like I, I completely agree, his lack of mm, what's the word I want to use of responsiveness and use of the power that he has available to him is just more than evident, and it just shows the level of maturity he still needs to reach. And you know, he was quite quickly and easily manipulated in that situation. And completely off guard. I mean, you think he would have heard some fighting going on, but he was focused so much on Lanfear that he had no situational awareness. And her ripeness. <clears throat> and her ripeness. Yes, her great maturity. Exactly. But I mean, and on the other side of that, I mean, she did not want him to engage. She wanted him to go away with her. Yeah. So and she he definitely knew what him. was up and what was coming. Yeah. Like yeah. she's uh I mean I she think... admitted you can speak to the dark one. Yeah. He'll speak back. And like mm-hmm. even when she's talking like with about the Trolloc stuff, like Lanfear is in cahoots with someone who planned this attack on the stone. She's just playing both sides right now. Mm-hmm. Lanny yeah. Banani's a sly little devil. And I probably shouldn't judge Rand too hard because now I'm thinking, I was trying to think of different crazy scenarios, but like, let's say, I'll use Alan for an example because this this is what popped in my head. And let's say there's some crazy fighting happening that Alan feels the need to go jump in and rescue people and it's happening right down the road. And in front of Alan, he has a tank, a... you know, two double double wielding like submachine guns, or a long piece of bamboo. I could see Alan grabbing the bamboo and running after those motherfuckers. So, like, you know, I, maybe I shouldn't judge Rand too hard. I mean, I'm pretty yeah. good at the bow staff. I, think, like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Rand is Rand is still a like he's still a baby. He's not used to like this leadership thing, or you know, mm-hmm. being the one who actually has the power to defeat a palace full of invaders so mm. i can like understand why he would go with his creature comfort of fire sword mm. yeah. over like which is still pretty yeah. badass but, by the way but he still he still gets lanfear's point because as soon as he gets released he's like 
yeah, you're right. And Amelia starts running Gotta back go. towards. Yep, yep. <laughs> Got to go and starts running back towards. I don't like his, you, but I respect you. Yeah, towards his room and dicing up Trollocs in the process. In the process, jumping jumping over dead bodies and like slashing people as our Trollocs as he does that. Uh, makes it all the way back, grabs Kalandor, and is like, all right, now I got it. Got to use it. And he embraces Sidene. And I think it describes is like so much power. So much power. <laughs> <laughs> That's really, I think they lost their thesaurus this day. That's why they were they went with Ripe. And then they were like, well, how do we describe all the power? And his wife was like, say so much, so much power. And he's like, yeah, but after that, say so, so, so much power. Much power. <laughs> and then all the power. power. Do I italicize it? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, just yeah, italicize just, just all yeah. the power. Bold, yeah. underline, whatever you want to do to it. <laughs> so yeah. much power. Yeah. And the taint, too. The taint is magnified as well. Gotta which, talk about that I mean, taint. If, if, you, if yeah. you magnify the taint, I mean, I don't know if you ever took the magnifying glass to your taint. It, uh... <laughs> no. I haven't. Is, is this after the water enema? He heard about electrolysis and he's like, maybe I could burn him off. So he's like, you know, out on the pier and the sun's hanging low and he's got the magnifying glass. And yeah, Alan still has bird yeah, marks yeah, yeah. down there to this day. I don't want to talk about it, man. It's your fault for asking me to help. Clearly, I was going to burn my name into your taint <laughs> like that. That's the only solution. <laughs> well, that's the Jordan Con tattoo, everyone. Yes. <laughs> Ian will burn his name into your taint. <laughs> With a magnifying glass. With a magnifying <laughs> glass. You will be branded <laughs> on your taint. Oh, man. Uh, who wants to go yeah. to Jordan Con 2022? Uh, <laughs> well, when he, when he first grabs... Yeah, that's, that's going to be good. Patreon good. perk. Right. Uh, so when he first grabs uh, the the noodle draining device... Um, there's a fade in there and I like how even after he grabs it, this fade that's looking at him is like, I'm about to dice you up and Rand's like, okay, but like I could have killed you easily before and now I have a better weapon. So you're dead. Like it happened that quick. He just, yeah, he bopped him on the nose and the dude no. exploded. <laughs> like there's like little, little drops of black goo laying around. He's like, that was stupid. I just, I nose bopped you. Yeah. We're done here. And right. he goes super, he goes on. super say, say on from Dragon Ball Z and just like, you know, lightning flashes everywhere and seeks out every single Trolloc in the entire stone and just destroys them all. Like just, just destroys everything. Like just. I like when that's happening though, Rand is in his, in his head like, I have no idea what I'm, what I'm doing. doing. <laughs> yeah, he's clueless. <laughs> But it's so working. He, like, he it's levels working. up with cheat codes, and he's like, "I don't, I don't know." Guys. I, I, I don't know how I won the game, but this I is won. Gonna be but great. I won. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing: go play Mortal Kombat on PlayStation against my five-year-old son. Uh, he will win fifty percent of the time. It doesn't matter how good you are. He calls it cheesing or um, spamming. But literally, all he does. He, gets all the buttons he goes mash 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 and all of a sudden it goes super combo everybody flies around the screen and he rips bodies apart and i'm like how'd you do that he's like i don't know i just mashed the buttons yeah i I killed actually i'm like for the i mean i'm I'm gonna date myself for sega they made a controller that you could actually key a button that the controller itself would just keep on like rapidly pressing so you didn't have to keep on pressing the button 
So for certain games, you can like cheat the game by having this special controller and like key in the button, and then they're just like press A like super fast a million times, and like yeah. So certain games, like you just they just destroy everything, and like like how do you win the game? Like I, I just that was your the, calendar. I, I just hit the button and I won the game. <laughs> no idea what I happened. I just put in the sword in the air, yeah. and then it was over. Exactly. Somehow the cheat codes happened. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so Rand kills everybody. Um, yeah. And so, I mean, initially he's going around and he's zapping people the way he zapped that first fade. And then his his mind's quickly doing the math and he's like, eh, not fast enough. How can I kill more people quicker? And he does like some swirly tornado cloud craziness. Spin move. Right, yeah, super spin move, Hadouken, and at the last moment he thinks now, and he releases all the threads, and they just start flying down hallways, and every time it runs into some bad dude, it zaps them and bops them on the nose, and you know they all. And for a moment he thinks, if I keep this up, I could literally kill every Trolloc in the world, not just here in the world. But he's like. My head might explode if I do that, though. Yeah. yeah. Kind of so want stop. a burrito. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, I'm famished. I want him to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I think it would have been cool if he kind of pushed the limits and, like, you know, we find out, actually, you killed every bad thing, like, even six towns over. But, you know, it was a good day. Yeah. Thanks, boo-boo. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So after all it's over, like, Moraine shows up, like I said, but then she's actually a little bit scared of Rand, like, Wants to know if he's okay, like, because we just did this and, and pretty Land badass. Is in pro- Lands in protection there, mode. Yeah, like so. Lands, Lands like, even looking him at him like, "You make a bad move, and I'm gonna jump in front of Marine so you I, can kill me first. Have you gotten insane yet? Uh, I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, especially because Rand is like playing the role of Geppetto mm-hmm. and trying to you know, puppeteer this yeah. girl. Yeah, there's and, the like, girl makes that's her there. stand on her yeah. feet when Moraine walks in and she's like, oh, she she's dead, honey. And he's like, no, no, she just needs to breathe. Yeah. yeah. So right, right after I, I uh, <laughs> <laughs> right after I read this and gave Alan a hard time, uh, I was listening to again almost immediately afterwards. I read it, started listening to it. I'm, and as I'm listening to it, I'm texting him, giving him a hard time. And because Chris hadn't read yet, Alan switched to a private chat. And he was like, what about, and he specifically mentioned this scene. What about the scene with Ran and the girl? And I was like, no shit. I was driving down the road, like just literally emotionally crying Tears in the eyes and not allergies things like it for whatever reason, it really got me choked up like this was a, you know, yeah, it was a pretty juicy moment. <laughs> yeah, and I it's a him. scene. I don't think it's a spoiler to say like it's a scene people come back to mm-hmm. books from now to still talk about. It's meant to be impactful. Yeah, it's yeah. incredibly impactful. Scenes are like, like mutilated because you can the body. see. Like, I mean, he's like, and like when, when he talks about heart, like making trying her, to like, yeah. yeah, making her heart beat again. And it talks about the blood coming out of the cuts and damage uh, to her body. Like it's awful. 
Yeah. And, but it is, unfortunately. And then Moraine Again. begging him not to do it. Yeah, That's you are not the creator. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it started with, you can't do this, don't do this. And then it's like, once he realized that he could not do it, then it's, you're not the creator. But he was sure as hell going to try. And he kept trying. And mm-hmm. it makes me go back to the whole concept of he's more like the dark one than we give him credit for. Because that may have been how all this started. Mm-hmm. One man, woman, whomever, going down a slippery slope into darkness, you know, yeah. just trying to test things to their limit. I mean, it certainly makes a scene like this, I think, makes Pater's decision to get the free T-shirt a lot more clear. Because, you know, the creator, the creator cannot heal death. You know who can? Mm-hmm. The Dark One. The great Lord of the Dark, um, you know, has the has the ability to bring people back. Hmm. As we saw, you know, at the Eye of the World, when uh, Rand's mom is there and, you know, being held in in perpetuity in this like liminal space and being tortured. At least that's what Rand saw. Um, Mm -hmm. He has the ability to control death. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a a really cool like spinoff series. Like maybe you have this world where like. I don't know people are able to use let's call it's not really magic let's call it the force and they're like there's a I don't know there's there's a light side and a dark side of this force we're just air quotes right yeah and then like yeah. there's this really powerful dude uh but he's got this chick that he's not supposed to love but he does and then like he knows she's gonna die and on the light side they're like we don't dabble in bringing people back and then there's like some cranky old man that's like, but if you come to the dark side, I can I can teach you the ways, right? And then I just I feel like mm-hmm. nobody's done that before. I, I feel yeah. like that it's would be very good... novel and very new, right? Yeah, and then he can is. force her back into life. That's why they call it the force. He's like just yeah, I force yeah, you back yeah. to the living. Yes, mm-hmm. unlimited power. <laughs> unlimited power. <laughs> Um, Anakin, yeah. you ain't got no legs. <laughs> <laughs> so after after this sad uh, scene with the, with the girl, Rand finally does withdraw the flows. The corpse then falls back down as he releases Sidene. Uh, Rand asks the others and his friends, um, uh, wondering if he's too late to save them. He asked about Matt and Perrin and everybody. And Rand's like, yeah, they're all fine. They're good. A little beat up, but they're they're fine. Yeah safe and um you know he asks about the how the trucks got into the stone and lan immediately breaks into with like the debriefing from the entire thing like well apparently these people don't know anything about security so (laughs) but it, it makes you wonder though like why all right so we already knew that security here kind of sucked they were just really relying on the physical building itself for so long like we have the Aiel and the Inner Circle guarding the dragon. I'm assuming Moraine and Lan have had opportunity at this point to kind of survey the area. And, I mean, maybe it's Nynaeve's fault trying to make Lan his mother's goddamn cookies and he was so distracted. Maybe if he wasn't distracted by the perfect color dress and grandma's cookies, he would have noticed or he would have taken the time because clearly he noticed. But maybe he would have taken the time to be like, uh, all right, Rand, since you're in charge here, you know, either give me the power to fix this or you need to tell them to fix this because there's 
lapses in security, but nope. land coming in now after the fact, Captain Hindsight, Jesus, like worst <laughs> Halloween costume ever. <laughs> Apparently there's some lapses in security. Well, no shit. They were, they were all in here killing us. They were, they, yeah. there were many of them. Yeah, several barges came down from upriver, which never happens ever, and then they refused to open their cargo holds until nightfall. Um, yeah, but like, went, why would okay. you ask questions about that? Yeah. Nothing okay. about that is suspicious. Yeah. Guy at the dock just like can barely hold his armor up because he's like young and lanky. He's leaning on his spear. Guys, why are you doing that? And they're like, because that's what we're going to do. But nobody ever does that. Well, that's what we're doing. Okay. How is... Come on. Is Pater here? Is that what... Is that who was guarding the dock? Pater Pater got fired from Team Dark Friend. So he's like, God damn it, I need another job. I'm going to go work the docks. And he's just standing there like, Hi, guys. He, like, looks under the blanket and he sees all these red beady eyes and he goes... This is okay. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm fine. This I'm seems fine. normal. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah, and then some coaches came in as well from some lord from, the, uh, you know, some lord from the from the, what from the, outlands or whatever from somewhere else. And those oh, yeah. had tro- those are full of trollocs as well. Um, so because there's what th- else would you send as like a you know home. Yeah. A home warming present. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so after all this, um, strength finally leaves Rand. He collapses. Land catches him in a very, very romantic moment. Mm-hmm. Catch me, Land. Um, I got you, brother. Uh, Moraine tries to heal him a little bit, um, but he, you know, leaving him so he can sleep. Uh, Rand then confesses that Landfear's here, and Rand, Moraine's like, okay. And he's like, wait, you're not surprised? Like, not really. Yeah, kind of <laughs> makes sense. It kind of makes sense that she was here, and like he's like, but she's forsaken. He's like, yeah, we know. Um, we know she's. And she's around. like, she's like. By the way, she likes you. You probably didn't know this, but she she thinks she's she like really with you. likes like, you. She <laughs> like likes you. Like she she didn't check maybe she checked yes like you know do you like me you know, yes you know how no, Lane maybe? like likes you. <laughs> Well, Lanfear like 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 like, like like she likes you, and she likes that she like likes you. That's good too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love but, Rand's internal monologue after when he's just like, "Oh my gosh, okay, so check it. Lanfear loves me. Elaine, that little uh, pale-haired milksop, also likes me." This is awesome. And just like, I think in like one paragraph, my ending notes to this are just Lanny wants that dragon D and Rand knows it. <laughs> oh, let me, let me tell you something and hopefully, and I, I know you found the humor in it, but hopefully you're not judging Rand too hard here because there's a lot of self doubt. We see it with all the boys. Every time they have an opportunity with a girl, they're in a situation. They're they're automatically thinking like, "Oh, this other person was here. This other person was here." Like, because they have no confidence in themselves when it comes to women. And I remember in high school, all through high school, my dumbass had a crush on three girls that were one grade ahead of me. I called them. I called it the triumvirate, and I won't use names, but mm-hmm. I just. Mm-hmm. Man, they were way out of my league, but I chased them. I got one of them to go with me to a ring dance, um, and I was like, yeah, great success. And then 
the summer after my junior year, summer after their senior year, before they all went off to college, there was like back-to-back-to-back moments with all three of them. One, I was over her house, and she made snickerdoodles, which she had done before because I fucking love snickerdoodles. And then they got mm-hmm. they got served to me, like literally her on my lap feeding me the cookies, and I didn't see that coming. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And then, you know, I mentioned my ring dance with the other that was her senior year. And then, because I was lifeguarding at the country club, and I'm not saying I did this, but there were some people that worked there that would go there after hours because we would have the pool and hot tub to ourselves. And I've heard rumors. We never did this. Never did it. (laughs) Except the one time I did it, and all three of them came, and it was their idea, not mine. It was their Mm. idea to go skinny dipping and have, like, a diving competition. I mean, it was just, man, didn't know what to do with myself. Top 10 best days of Ian's life. And I literally, (laughs) that's, man, that's what I think about when I go to bed at night. Most Mm -hmm. nights. As you should. Yeah. No, and I think I think that's a really good point, especially if we harken back to a couple chapters when um, you know Barrelane came into Rand's room, and there was a moment, um, you know, and then he like he says to himself, "Oh, of course she's here for the dragon. She doesn't want Rand Thor. Mm-hmm. and he gets in his sads a little bit because yeah, you're right, he doesn't have that confidence yet. So maybe we can bolster our boy Rand, even though he knows that Lanny's only after that LTT life. Yeah, um, but you she know, wants she the did power. Say, <laughs> she did say that she likes him as he is now, you know, a little bit virginal and raw and untouched. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, you know what? She, Let's she give wants, it to Rand. She Let's wants to him... swipe swipe that V card, <laughs> right? I do hope it doesn't go to his head and beco- and he becomes a total a hole though. Like because guys also, uh, and I'm making a generalization here, but they will very quickly in their mind make that shift. Like they have one successful moment or one really cool moment they're like well my shit don't stink i'm the greatest thing since sliced bread i like all now because these two girls like me clearly every girl is obsessed with me like for whatever reason yeah hopefully that transition doesn't happen with Rand, but Mm -hmm. i guess it could raffo and we end this chapter with Rand saying he promises to tell everyone his plans tomorrow I'll tell you guys tomorrow. 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 No, I love you tomorrow. Yeah. So what do you think he's going to tell them tomorrow? What's going to be the next lightning bolt? What's what's the plan? I think he's going to go hang out with Lanny, and uh, he's going to learn to do the male Aes Sedai stuff with Lanny's friend, and then they're going to murder him. You know what I think he's going to do? Shaggle. I think he's going to ask. To be stilled. What? Mm. He's going to say, gentle me, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Mm. I've always wanted to be emasculated. (laughs) Cut it off. Just go ahead and just cut it off. Stop, don't say that. Stop. (laughs) Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Can't even joke about it. in Uh. In this timeline, I mean... He's that would be the in... most wild, unexpected thing. Exactly. Yeah. Actually, that's... it would be. Yeah. For Mail Channel, I hope like, you put yeah. that in your. I hope you put that in your spreadsheet, Alan. Uh, it's it's already in. Um. <laughs> Rand, request to be gentled. Yeah. You know what? Request. End it now. End it now. Yeah, that's. 
Loghain looked happier than I Loghain feel was right now. a great time yeah, in like, the cage. At, at first, I thought he was depressed, but now I'd know. rather have that than this bullshit. He can yeah. eat ice cream whenever he wants, and Wait. no one judges him for it. They don't at all. And great metabolism. It doesn't, yep. it seems to just run right through him. No problem. So, anything we miss from these chapters? No, I think. I think, I think they all. smashed it. Yeah. So, favorite character? My fiance. Yeah, fiance. Some bad fear. The gray man. Right now, oh, the other gray man. Oh, Chris just pulled out the gray man. One in particular, or all of them? They killed four Ayo. Six Ayo. Killed four. Six, six Excuse me. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And that's yeah. the only the ones in front of Rand's place too. They probably killed more on their way in. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're pretty dope. Yeah. Delicious, do you have a favorite character? I, I, you don't have to. But. Um. Yeah, I really like the Merdrill chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did. She got very excited about that. Yeah, he's when, my he's my little buddy. <laughs> whenever Alan puts the video together for this as a teaser, y'all need to watch it because Delusions really got into that. Like, she even like, put her it's she like put the her wacky shirt wavy. up over her head and started running around. The wacky around. wavy inflatable arm tube man yeah. is the merger. <laughs> <laughs> and then you the have bend like. Over. Three teeny yeah. soldiers off to the side, just poking them with a stick. Be like, I helped. <laughs> Get them, boys. Yeah, that's it's one of my favorite visuals. I love it so much. And I also am so excited for the show, just to show like the collapse of the Trollocs yeah. all around. Is like the Merdrill goes down and the Trollocs like faint, like yeah. they're southern bells in the heat. Can there please be one... One Trolloc that is in a theater class that takes <laughs> 60 seconds to, you know, a couple minutes to, to die. die. Like, everybody falls over, and he's like, oh, 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 my heart. It beateth less than it did a minute ago. Our, our pull the family guy, Peter Griffin, I stubbed his toe. I die. Like, <laughs> For like a good solid two minutes. <laughs> if it's towards the end of the season, and, it, and if it's anything like Game of Thrones, then they'll need that to fill time because mm-hmm. they'll have an hour-long episode Ra- where literally well, nothing happens. Rave Jenkins, if you decide to do this weekly releases, if you listen to this podcast, I'm going to give you some advice right now. If the first episode gets horrible ratings, add laugh tracks, do what our suggestions are, the ratings will go up. We'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, yeah. If you go for break the fourth wall, just like <laughs> the 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 trouble. What's with... the deal with these Merdral? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like the what's what's the name of the for the original prologue that they did the. Dragon Mound. Oh, Winter Dragon? Winter, Winter Dragon. Dragon, right. Mm-hmm. So the trouble with that is it was horrible, right? Horrible. Yeah, horrible. Mm-hmm. But they mm-hmm. tried to sell it as good. Mm-hmm. If they would have in, like embraced the suck and ran with horrible and entered laugh tracks yeah. and just crazy music or sound effects, I mean, it could have been really good. There, There is a thing to that, like whether if you take yourself too seriously – um, and you're not, you don't good content, but if you actually just make fun of yourself, there actually is a thing for it. Um, Welcome to the wheel reads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do. 
really niche market though. You guys kind of you cornered the market on it, so yeah. like yeah. Um, don't even try what on Prime. So our next two chapters we're gonna cover. We're doing only two this week. Uh, actually, the week after that we're doing three. <gasps> Back to the three train. But we're doing eleven and twelve, three which way. is what Giggity. what lies hidden in Tanchico or the Tower. What lies hidden? We already talked about me uh, ma- magnifying glass burning your taint. So we already know mm-hmm. the answer to that one. Yep, yep, that's hidden. Tanchico. Tanchico or the Tower. Yeah. Mm. I, like I, the I think we agreed we want a tan and tan chico. Tan and tan chico. It's a, good, Makes it's sense. a pretty good place mm-hmm. to go tanning. Cheeks are my favorite. So I've heard. You don't go tanning in Shady Lane. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Who yeah. ever heard of tanning in Shale Ghoul? Not yeah. this girl. <laughs> you didn't Plus, bring up that point, Lanny. Nope. Plus, bubbles keep coming out of that pool, and there's no jets. You know what I'm saying? So somebody. <laughs> somebody in there. Somebody in death. It's not yeah. cool. Yeah. Well, delusions. Thank you again so much for coming back to hang out with us. Um, it's been a blast. Yes, um, thank you. Yeah. Um, ah, this is always so fun. Thank you yeah, guys for having me always, on. It's always a good time. Um, how can people find Feather Mountain? Obviously, you can just join our Discord, but <laughs> I'll let you play. Join the Discord. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Feather Mountain Pod. You can find us on Instagram, I think Feather Mountain Pod. Uh, email us at feathermountainpodcast at gmail.com. Oh, you and email. send your, yes, and then send your hate mail to waterenema at uh, bloodmouth.ca. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Cool one. Yeah. Uh, and how the Will Reads can be found. We can be found on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at the Will Reads. Yeah. And then thewillreads.com is our website. Uh, thewillreads at gmail.com is our email. There's a kind of a theme going here. Uh, Discord, come join it. It's a lot of fun. Um, you can hang out with us and get all the stuff out of the podcast, or you can come and just share memes, or you can scroll all the way down and do Feather Mountain stuff too. Or if you're a first-time reader, we have different book channels as well where you can come on and, and, and chat about what you're reading because we actually love reading your stuff. Yes, um, first-time reader friendly. Uh, Super friendly mm-hmm. for first-time yes. readers. And, and, and we, we bask in your thoughts and, and, and really encourage it. And I, I personally read every single first-time reader's thoughts. Um, I don't always comment on them, but I am reading them. <laughs> so We um, are always watching. Creepy. Yes. Yeah, um, but no, it's so good um, just to get different people's thoughts and perspectives. But um, yeah, and then how support us. So you can support on Patreon. Um, that's the, probably the easiest way to support us. Um, just listening to us supports us. We are running ads again right now. Um, now, um, I say that we're adding running ads as of 5-22-2021. Um, by the time you listen to this, if you just started our podcast five years from now, we might not be running ads anymore. But but yeah, just to let you know, <laughs> as of right now, we are running ads. So just listening to us does support us. We also do have awesome merch. Um, um, a lot of our designs are designed by our fantastic tree. Um, she is in our discord as well. She does some great art. She did our logo and also our floaty design and some other things. So she's super, she's awesome. Uh, but go check out our merch. You have some cool stuff there you can buy. Um, and then other than that, that's pretty much all I got. So anything else until next time, peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Wheel of Reads. See y'all next time.
Like, <laughs> wait, where are Alan, the tracks? Where are Alan, the tracks? I really didn't have that much wine when you think. Just two glasses, really. Just the biggest fucking glasses you've ever seen. Oh, but see, it's I'm Saturday, so we can stay up all night. Yeah, we can stay up longer. It's, it's oh, man, I'm, and, and I'm so tired right now. It's not and even now funny. we're actually on time. So. <laughs> That's true. Actually, we're five minutes early to like what we normally do. Fuck yeah. So we have to review all that. The whole uh, thing, not, Chris. The whole thing. Call Chanel back. Call Chanel back. <laughs> right. We got to get some, We got to get that on. The... I'm not making <laughs> red rod jokes about my mother again. I, I <laughs> could barely stay in the first go round. That's Patreon it's only. Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon <laughs> only pegging. Yeah, you got some. You got some. Uh, some good. Some good stuff. If you were listening to us, y'all miss me deep throating. Without wait, bagging. does that mean? <laughs> does that mean we have to totally redo the pick for the giveaway? Wouldn't that yeah. be funny? Yeah, we do. Oh, Wouldn't oh yeah, that be I guess you got to start from the top. <laughs> give it, but give us a different s- number, Chris. It's this, no, it's the same person. You can't, you can't take it away. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, just act surprised. <laughs> <laughs> just act surprised. Act surprised. I didn't expect this. <laughs> get your speech right, ready. So uh, let me go ahead and get my notes out. Yeah, I got, a, I got a sloth on my notebook. Oh, it's just cute. That's so cute. Soon totally soonish. We're gonna start. Soon-ish. I'll eventually hit record. Look, guys, <laughs> we're, we are even like restarting our get our gab and everything. <laughs> All right, brief pause, and I'll actually restart the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the gong. Wait for the gong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>